Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. And welcome back to the Mikey Betts Show, everybody. We're going to have a good one. We have some uh, NFL recaps of last week. We are going to go ahead and look into this week. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot of basketball, especially Bulls basketball. Uh, It's going to be a good time. With that being said, I want to introduce my uh, co-host, Elliot and Jeff. What's up, guys? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, fellas? And then right before we get into this podcast, I want to promote uh, just a little podcast that's coming out. One of my friends, Gary Sheffield Jr., if you guys want to check it out, it's called Chef Talk. It's going to be on ANNY Network, I believe. It's a TV podcast. Uh, It's going to be dropping on the 7th of January. So just a couple of days, you guys can go check that out. It's going to be a good one. So uh, check it out. That being said, let me turn my phone on vibrate. And uh, how was you guys Sunday? What you guys do uh, this Sunday? Uh, I slept. Like I, I did the same exact thing, bro. I was out. How about you, El? You guys are lucky, man. I was out running around, went sledding three separate times. You know, when you get kids and there's snow on the ground, there's always something to do. So it was actually tough getting the football games in. Um, I still got to watch this Cowboys game again because I didn't get a chance to, to to watch it in real time. So I was watching it on record with the kids running around. Um but yeah, no, you're just, old, I mean, bro. You're old. I can't do that shit. That that's like, that's one. I know I'm old when I'm watching recorded games. I can't do that. No way. First of all, you're calling me old. You just said your young ass slept all through Sunday. Where I'm out there getting up. I went sledding. I went snowboarding several times. I got a hilarious video of Trace just wiping me out down the hill because I was about to beat him in a race. I'm out there just staying active, dude. Imagine what you're gonna look like at my age. I'm going to look gorgeous. You know why? Because uh, my good friend gave me a uh, nice diet plan. So uh, I'm going to look gorgeous, actually. I want to see if you stick to that, though, because, dude, that's Ew. it's fucking tough. The man. fucking juice. All right. So if you guys don't know, Elliot gave me this little diet plan. It's like I have to drink juice for like a, a month. It's very scary. I haven't really gone into depth about it. All I've done was cut the carbs so far, and I'm already sweating bullets. Went to the gym before this. So, uh, yeah, diet starts uh, yesterday. And uh it sucks. It sucks. That was a terrible description of the diet because it's much more difficult than that. Um, no, it's not. It's not really that difficult. Wait, just see. I already told you guys. I when we when we were texting about this, I gave Mikey the diet plan, and I I said it was probably like week three. I basically went on a hunger strike to try to get my wife to just give in and say, "All right, we can quit the diet because it's fucking terrible, dude." If you do it the whole, if you do it one hundred percent the whole way. No sugar, no carbs, no nothing. You drink those drinks and everything. You're going to be miserable. It's like, dude, we eat like shit. We all do. We've all talked about it. Right. You legit have withdrawals and you like go into depression, like because you can't eat. That sounds awful. So. I'm a big juice guy. I would do it. But I, every time I get stuff to make juice, you know, make smoothies, I drink them all in like one day. So at that point I have to go get more food. Yeah, absolutely. And now you said no. No alcohol, though. That's kind of weird. Like, yeah, what do you mean? No alcohol. Mean? No alcohol. Uh, yeah, actually, Jeff's right. You can drink gluten. So basically Tito's. You so can I drink- can't drink like Topo Chico seltzers or anything like that? No. And you, you're only supposed to have one drink Man, on like crazy. one day. Yeah. As you're drinking a seltzer right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how Jeff's talking about his smoothies that he makes. Every time Jeff sends out a picture of his smoothies, 
He's putting hot sauce in it. He's putting yeah. alcohol in it. He's putting God knows what in it. <laughs> That's well, fucking disgusting, one, Jeff. One drink. <laughs> yeah, one drink. I got to get it all. <laughs> Put it all in there. That's like the KFC bowl, but for smoothies. That sounds yeah. awful. Um, yeah, I got to start this. Fuck, I got to stay consistent on the diet, but whatever, whatever. I'll make it happen. But yeah, bro, you are old. I'm sorry to get back to it. Nobody should be TiVoing any TV uh, football games anymore. This is 2021. Either just watch the highlights or or move on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, man. Got to get it in. I'm all about the reps, dude. You got to watch the whole game to get a feel for what happened, especially if you watch that Cowboys game. You just saw a three-point loss, Cardinals, Cowboys. You might say, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good game. You know, Cardinals maybe just outdueled them at the end. Not the case. Cowboys basically gave it away from stupid plays, uh, stupid decision-making by the coach. So, I mean, we'll get into it later. Right. I, I'm getting off on a tangent here because we're talking about the game. All right, well, let's get into it then. Let's talk uh, the first game of the week. Let's talk uh, Eagles-Washington football team. I think the Eagles made the biggest resurgence besides the Dolphins, but they do have a playoff chance, and uh, that's fucking nuts because I feel like two, three weeks ago we were just making fun of the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, Eagles winning, they're in. So, I mean, it's I, – I hate it. I didn't realize this, too. The Eagles kind of snuck up on us. I mean, Nick Sirianni – the the winningest rookie head coach this year. Uh, you know, when you start off the season, you definitely wouldn't have thought that. But Jalen Hurts, I mean, dude, why there's not more support behind this guy blows my mind, especially when he's basically doing everything that he's doing with zero weapons. So is he the guy then? Unfortunately, he's. Be, I mean, he seems like he's going to be the guy. I hate any success out of any NFC East teams and – Dude, it, it sucks because, I mean, he's a baller. I know he got shit on when he was at Alabama, and then they shipped him out. He made the move over to Oklahoma because they didn't think he was good enough. He's over here in Philly, and they're still treating him like he's not good enough. Um, I mean, how could you not like this guy? And I fucking – I actually don't like this guy, and it, it is tough not to because he's just he's – a, he's a winner. He does what he needs to do to win the games. Did you guys see the um, the gates fall on him with all the people? Yeah. At the Washington football team state. Dude, that stadium, it's got to be worse than Soldier Field. It's something every week, man. They yeah. The flooding, the one week, the food, the 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 gates, it's bad over there. The racist owner, like, it's yeah. just crazy. Who would have thought? Could have just I, got I just, rid of them completely. Yeah. I, I think they, what is it, FedEx Stadium? FedEx Stadium, I think it's called? I believe. I think so. They, yeah, they need to fucking demolish it. And they got enough money for it. So what are they doing? I, it's, that's awful. Their team, I thought, was going to have a good year. Um, one thing that I was thinking of with the Washington football team is obviously they need a quarterback. What about Russell Wilson to the Washington football team? I, feel like I don't even want to think about it. Instant Super Bowl team right there. You got a great defense, and you got Russ right there on the, with Ron Rivera letting him do whatever he wants. Instant Super Bowl. I don't think Russ wants to go to a situation that ugly. I think they're turning around, though. I don't think that it's that ugly. I think they had a really good shot this year. They have a decent team, but with Heineke back there, I don't think that's your your shot at all. I agree with Jeff, though. You look at Russ, a man of God, a man of principles, He's not going to want to go play for Dan Snyder after all of the, you know, the the controversy that he's had with the cheerleaders, with the culture, with all of that. I mean, hey man, Jesus hung out with me. prostitutes, brother. You never I, know. You never know. 
this is me just trying to speak speak it into existence that that this is Russell Russell Wilson would want no part of the Washington football team program. No. I guess. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about where he wants to go later. I, I know that he this was probably his last home game in uh in Seattle. I don't think he's going back next year. But yeah, I like the Eagles the Eagles game. The Eagles uh definitely showed out and um they kind of choked the first half and then they finally turned it around, covered the spread. And uh who are they playing this week? I forgot who they're playing this week already. Uh, New York. The Jets or Giants? Giants. Oh, it's a dub. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. It's been oh, no, I was looking at Washington. Sorry. No, they're playing the Cowboys. Oh, never mind. Fuck. Another dub. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here. I mean, it, this is going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do, though. I mean, the Cowboys clinched uh, the playoffs. They're pretty healthy right now, but they've already lost opportunity. Yeah, I think they lost the opportunity to get uh, home field advantage up until the NFC championship game. So is this a game where they sit back and they take it easy? They might rest some guys. I know Z could use some rest, but I mean, at the end of the day, just to kind of close out on the Eagles, they are turning around. I'm hoping the, the Cowboys just take them out. You know, don't give them that playoff experience. And they got three first round draft picks next year, which is the most infuriating thing ever. Yeah. Right. If you're an it's NFC, if, if you're a fan of a team in the NFC East, that's not the Eagles. Let's go on to uh, let's go on to the Rams Ravens. Uh, what the fuck was that? I am so tired of Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is he's the he's the Carson Wentz of he's he's the twin of Carson Wentz. Jeff has been calling this since day one. <laughs> Jeff has been looking like a quarterback whisperer ever since this trade went down because. I mean, everybody I know, I was super high on Matt Stafford going, uh, you know, team, teaming up with Sean McVay out there and seeing what he's going to do. And then it started off like he was going to be an MVP candidate. J-Mo stuck to his guns. And, I mean, you're right when it comes to that comparison of Carson Wentz because you never know who, which which guy you're going to get on Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. Could be a baller. Could be the gunslinger. You never know. Matt Stafford's he's a wild card. I was listening to, he's got like 40 something comeback wins. Um, so people are all hyped about it. I was thinking, I'm like, well, the guy is loses every game. He's always losing. So he probably has like 50 wins total. So all yeah. his wins are comeback wins. He was on the lines. They're, they're awful. I mean, even last this week was a, a comeback win and it's was just such an ugly game by him. I yeah. mean, he put them in that position. He threw two picks right in the red zone and it was just awful. Mm-hmm. It was awful. I, yeah. Uh, the- it's all the decision making, and that's that's the whole thing. Right. I honestly think that a lot of that has to do with Sean McVay too and the play calling. But I mean, uh, this just it, it it pains me to say this when JMO is correct. But Rams are already in the playoffs. This is I feel like it's this season is going to end for the Rams based on a terrible decision by Matt Stafford <laughs> down the middle, you know, in the red zone. Right. right. And my whole yeah. thing was. Look, with McVay, they went 11 and 5, 13 and 3, 9 and 7, and now they're 10 and 6. For Matt Stafford to play the exact same as 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 um the guy uh golf. on the lines now, golf. Here golf. And you're not getting a much better quarterback about You have the same record. So it's all about the Super Bowl. If you don't win the Super Bowl, you just wasted all those draft picks that you traded away, is my thing. That and it's not thing. like he it's not like he has any playoff like wins or experience yeah. to, to, to show us, you know? Yeah. So that leads me to my next question. Are they frauds? Are the Rams frauds? 
I call frauds. It's tough to call the team a fraud because when you look at the defensive side of the ball, if they're healthy, I mean, how could you not love that matchup against literally any offense in the league? Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it, it's all going to come down to Matt Stafford, his decision making, or or actually Sean McVay and his play calling. You know, just you got to run the ball a little bit more. I'm looking at uh, what they got right. Actually, I might eat my words. I was looking at the Raven stats. Yeah, rushing only 20, 20 rushes for the game. Yeah, actually thirty five passes, so pretty evenly balanced. I didn't catch too much of this game, but I mean, it, I feel like you got to protect Matt Stafford a little bit from himself. So I, I don't want to call them frauds just yet, but we'll see what happens. I'm going with their frauds. Um, the, the the way that he played against that fucking Ravens secondary was just atrocious, and. I know they're a great team, but when you have a quarterback that plays like that, it puts me in the same position to say last year that they're frauds, two years ago that they're frauds because they had Jared Goff. Now that they have Stafford, it's pretty much the same thing. And I guess I was proven wrong too. Jeff is the only one that's right here is where they're, you know, everybody was riding the coattail of Matt Stafford. Like, oh, hell yeah, like this is the year they won the Super Bowl and they traded for Von Miller. They got all these pieces. They got OBJ, and it's like for what? So as long, I don't know. I, I think they're frauds. And then as far as on the other side of the ball with the Ravens, man, they're holding their own. They're holding their own, but I, I think they're frauds too. But they're holding their own with Lamar Jackson out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can't. And, football team. Oh, yeah. Wow. They always have been. Yeah. Harbaugh's always got him ready to play. I would love Harbaugh to be a Bears coach. That'd be fucking great. Um, but we'll talk about that later. We have the next game coming up is going to be Jags versus Pats. This was just you turn off your your turn it off at halftime. It was just pathetic. Oh, I fucking hated this game. I, I, I put in a teaser every weekend where I just I basically take the teams that are getting the most points and then I, I do a 13 point monster teaser to nice just get as many points as possible. And it honestly hits almost every week. And I was getting 31 and a half points. Jags were 31 and a half points. And I want to say they, they started that game off up three to nothing. And then the Patriots went off to, to score 50 points in a row. I was so fucking mad because if it wasn't for that game, they would have hit and they ended up losing by 40, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the Jaguars are a fucking mess, bro. Well, eight straight. Yeah. How? I just, I mean, I know how. I, it's just the most dysfunctional team in the league, but it's just, yeah. fuck. I mean, the Bears aren't even that bad. And I, I'm watching the Bears. It's just like, this is the saddest team I've ever seen. And then I'm, I'm looking at this score, it's 50 to three. It's just pathetic. It's it's terrible. So not much to talk about with that team. I know uh, Damian Harris had a really good game. So that's good. Good on him. Uh, Pats, we need, uh, we need uh, Bill Belichick to get coach of the year here. Um, you think so? You think he's going to get coach of the year? I I want him to. I I got I got a little gun happy here the other day. I got hot one night, uh, betting the Bulls. Actually, two nights in a row betting the Bulls halftime and full game. Nice. And came in both times when uh they played the Hawks, when they were COVID ridden, and then I forgot who they played before that. But literally bet halftime, full game, some pretty decent money. So I just went crazy one night when I was couldn't sleep, put in a, a future on Bill Belichick to win Coach of the Year. Uh. It was going off at like plus twelve hundred or something, and I, you know, Pat's going to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. You know, if they would have won the division, that would have gone a little bit further. 
Um, so we'll see. I feel like he, you know, he's, he's warming up to the the media a little bit, telling him he's sorry that, you know, he's been grumped, you know, the past few years or his entire career. So we'll see what happens. So I, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, I hope so, but I think Mike Tomlin deserves it after our, we found out what he had to deal with. Uh, and that'll take us to our next game really quick. Bucks versus Jets. Antonio Brown, the meltdown. I cannot believe you know, I was watching that game live because it was right next to the, the other games. And I was just like, what's going on here? You know, like, what are they showing? I thought it was a pregame. I thought they were showing us like a pregame, like what he was doing to hype the crowd up before. And I was like, dude, no, this is this is going on right now. This is happening as we speak, you know, as we're watching the game. And I was like, dude, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, oh, he's having a meltdown. He's having a meltdown. And uh, just A.B. being A.B. So that's why I think he should be coach of the year, just like looking back on it. Fucking Tomlin, poor guy, had to deal with that. Him and Le'Veon Bell and Ben Roethlisberger for nine years. In fact, that guy held it together. Coach of the year every year for the next five years. I think it's, uh, you know, rewarded for him. He needs it. Great man, I agree. I mean, that that game was just... Yeah, I, I bet on the Jets in the third quarter. No, yeah, the third quarter when it was 24 to 10. And then I cashed out. Like in the when it was twenty four seventeen, because I was like, all right, perfect. This is enough. Uh, or no, yeah, it was twenty four ten, twenty four seventeen. Then I cashed out, made some money, and then I took it all and I bet it on the fucking the the Bucks because I was like, dude, Brady, it's Brady, it's Brady versus Wilson. I'm taking Brady all day. When they came a touchdown away, I was like, there's no shot that Brady's not winning this game. Um, thank God, but yeah, Antonio Brown is a fucking weirdo, bro. I, I I'm. I don't know. What do you guys think about it? He's at the Nets game tonight, too. Like, nothing happened. Courtside, yeah. Like, nothing happened. Like, like no big deal. His uh, driver said, I was listening to PMT, uh, PFT, or no, PMT, and uh, the driver was on for the the guy who picked up Antonio Brown. Danny Boy that, Hustle. Yeah, Danny Boy Hustle. Uh, he, dude, he's a fucking lunatic. And the pictures that of him just standing outside the stadium waiting for a ride are just... They're too good to be true. I think they're hilarious. I mean, he's just he's just a wild boy. I mean, I mean, just get back to the game though. Classic Tom Brady, just overcoming adversity to come back and win. Um, love Salah and what he does, what he did with the Jets. That was one of my teams in my teaser that would have covered because I took them plus the thirteen points. Very upset about the fucking. Still can't believe the Pats blew him out, but either way, go Jags. Classic Brady coming back, overcoming adversity. AB, AB is a wild card, absolute wild card. A part of me respects it because he's he's obviously crazy. He's got a screw loose, but he also just doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's so such an asshole, bro. I, I I get it. Like I love him. I love I I like him as a player, and he is a loose screw. But he's such an asshole. Oh, huge asshole, huge me guy. Um, yeah, but like the one thing that. You know, everybody says they're talking about like, oh, look at how much money he left on the table. But from what everything that I've read and everything I've heard, he's been very smart with his money. Yeah. So uh, this is this this literally just screams to me, you know, a guy that gives zero fucks about anything but himself. And was like, all right, I don't need the money. I'm already rich. <laughs> like, well, look, I'm you, out. you I'm know gonna... that this boost his uh, he works with like a whole social media team where like this stuff actually makes him more money than anything in the NFL. So the guy's smart and it says like when he acts out, he does all this stuff because he's working with like people that 
try to boost him and engage him to like act out and do wild things. Like it's just like the fact that we haven't picked it up yet. I mean, it's true. It happens like, and, and like he, he said it too, but it's just, yeah, he's an asshole. And I'm tired of all the people that are and shout out big cat. He was saying it too. It's just, I'm tired of everybody who's just like, yeah, it's CTE. It's CTE. Oh man, we got to respect. How, how do you know people, people can't <laughs> even people that, our doctors can't even diagnose it to people that are alive. They have to wait till they're dead, basically. Sure, in certain cases, but how do you know? And even if he does, there's 1,500 people plus in the NFL. So you're saying that if you have CTE, you got to start acting like that? I'm sure that there are so many people in the NFL right now that do have CTE. They don't act like Antonio Brown. No, you know what I'm saying? Just, dude, he was, a, he was a wild boy coming out of Central Michigan. I mean, Literally. that's why he got drafted so late. I mean, there's just dudes out there that are just... You know, they got, don't give a fuck. Yeah, he literally doesn't give a fuck. I honestly, I feel bad for Tom Brady more than anybody. I thought that he was all class when they were talking about it. Just saying, you know, hope that he's doing well. All the best for him. Uh, but I mean, he's just a wild boy. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. And he's a top 10 receiver of all time. He don't give a shit. Yeah. And he's got money. Yeah, that, that's just the it's literally just him being like, all right, I'm done. I don't need it. I'm out. Um, I saw a tweet the other day, though, um, saying. You know, people got to give Antonio Brown his respect. You know, they just got to give him that gold jacket. I can't wait to see how long it takes him to get in the NFL or get in the Hall of Fame after this because he clearly deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. They blackballed T.O. after a year. Yep. I think Antonio Brown, which this is not now. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's going to be crazy to see whether or not he gets in. He 100% deserves to get in. But football is such a team sport it's going to be interesting to see how the voters, you know, take these situations into account when they're, you know, when they're doing all this stuff. Um, and I mean, I, I, I almost see AB as like an old man sitting there doing an interview one day talking about how he regrets all this. Cause they're not giving him his gold jacket, yeah. but yeah, I, I'm, I we'll see what happens. You know what? It never gets in anymore. Yeah. To me, you know what? I think he is going to get in because now they're letting anybody in. They just let Devin Hester in. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. What are you uh, talking about, dude? He's well, the we'll greatest. Talk about it. We'll talk about it at the Bears. We'll talk about it when we talk Bears. But okay, no, he does right. not deserve to be in NFL, in the NFL Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. Spoken or the like a true Bears fan. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's mad at me because I'm saying it, but it's like there's a highlight clip of him. It's five minutes long. You know why it's five minutes long? Because. <laughs> He played one play every. That's all it is. It's like five fucking minutes of it. You want to see Walter Payton's? You want to see uh, Emmett Smith's highlight clips? It's over a day. It's twenty four hours long. Guess why? Because he's the best. They're the best at their positions. Oh well, he's the best at his position. Why isn't the best long snapper in the fucking in the Hall of Fame then? Why isn't the best short snapper in the Hall of Fame then? If you're gonna put the best kick returner in the NFL, you better put the best long snapper, the best short snapper. Don't don't play it. That's they don't accumulate any stats. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Guy couldn't catch a fucking ball though. Guy, guy couldn't catch a ball in the end zone. I mean, he what? He had four touchdowns in his career as a wide receiver. That's what was his position. He loves the kids though. Uh, he came to. I used to work at this uh, day camp called Banner Day Camp. All the okay. rich kids used to go there. Erlacher's kids went there. Jeremy Roenick's kids went there. Um, There's like a bunch of kids that like we couldn't even know their. They had fake names. Fake last names because they didn't want us to know who the kids what were. What the fuck? Yeah, because it, oh, it's super expensive to go there. It's like fifteen hundred bucks a week to send a kid there. Um, and Devin Hester came out two years in a row. Erlacher came out both years. Uh, Greg Olson was out there. So 
I mean, I love Devin Hester. I we'll talk about when we get there, but yeah, yeah, we'll talk about when we get there. I love him, but there's three phases him. to the game, Mike. All right. three he, dominated, the game. he dominated one three of those phases. phases. The game. Why does nobody care about the long snapper? Why does nobody care about the short snapper? Then that's my Jeff, thing. Jeff if you, if you no put in Hester, if you put no Hester stats. in, if you put Hester in, you got to put the long snapper in. Sorry. If that long snapper was scoring points, he'd be in. He's the reason. What the fuck? Okay, some random person go long snap, but they couldn't do it. They toss it over his head. That's why people get safeties. Probably yeah, zero. That, that's that's a stat. Zero safeties allowed. Zero missed snaps. There you go. You guys got to look into that. There's got to be a highlight reel of that. I don't think he should. We'll keep going, but uh, let's let's move on to the next game before we go in. Uh, ooh, I skipped one. Uh, Dolphins at t- Titans. Um, everybody was on the Dolphins today or yesterday. This game, everybody was on the Dolphins. Everyone's like, "Oh, look, the hot streak can't end. This is this. This is that." Mike Rabel won't let that happen. I know it wasn't a primetime game, but it was an important game. And Mike Rabel always shows up in the important games. It's rough because I think two is just a winner. That's what he does. Yeah. But then I watch him play and I'm like, how does, how does he ever win? doesn't make sense, but he just <laughs> got something in him. But it's ugly watching him play. It's, it's hard to watch. That's why I was asleep most of the time. I wake up, see him throwing that ugly-ass left-handed ball to nobody. <laughs> he slipped. He threw one in the air to himself. And yeah, it's just it's rough to watch him play. Um, I like the kid. I wish him well, but uh, they they they'll probably get rid of him. Jalen Hurts will probably stick with the Eagles. Tua will probably be gone. I think. Yeah, I mean, eighteen for thirty-eight. That is oh. a tough day in the NFL. Uh, and then when you look at his wide receivers, I mean, Gasecki. It's funny because Gasecki actually puts up numbers, but when you watch Dolphins games, he like rarely creates separation. Um, but Devonte Parker, Jalen Waddle, I mean, these guys are studs and I agree with Jeff, the, that spiral, when it comes out of his hand, it looks beautiful, but he just winds up and throws it. Yeah. It just, it, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's cause he's a lefty or not. I'm always hating on lefties. I'm a big basketball guy. The lefty stroke always looks, looks nice, but I still hate on it. Appreciate it. Appreciate uh, it. I mean, you've seen me and Michael Vick throw. So, I mean, you've seen two of the prettiest left-handed throwers of all time. And Tom Larson himself, T-Lar. Yeah, Big Lar is a smooth lefty. Shout out to the ice cream scoop. Always getting it going. Uh, Jeff actually is an impressive left-handed thrower. Mikey, I didn't know if you were righty or lefty until like the third time I saw you play I'm basketball. I'm ambidextrous, bro. You couldn't even tell. No, I'm no, it's because you the way you, the shot looked like it was coming. I couldn't tell which hand it was coming off of. Is <laughs> that Joe Cape Noah spin the ball shot? There you go. Yeah. The tool in shooting basketball. Come on. <laughs> no, I think he just. I think he just gave it to himself. He's the Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'd rather be Joe Kim Noah than Tua. You know what? No, I'm not saying anything bad about Tua because after you uh, told me about Tua on, I looked it up. I don't. I don't mess with bad juju. I. I Tua on. Tua is the real deal. That's I love it. Tua. I love Tua on. But yeah, I mean, he does win games. I mean, they're eight and eight. They're on the bubble right now to get in the playoffs. I believe. Um, yeah, actually, no, no, I think they're out. I think that game sealed the deal for them. Yeah, I think they're done. That but game that's okay. The they got they have a promising future. I don't know if they're still going to roll with two at the end of the year. If they can find a guy like Deshaun Watson or somebody else, you know, I think they're going to do it or they're going to find ways into a trade to trade him into a better situation. Um, I just feel like the seven wins in a row was not enough to prove that he was the guy, and that sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah, the two. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say two to Washington. I'd like to see that. That'd be nice. Yeah, that would be really nice. <laughs> um, I, can, I can see the, the Cowboys dominating that for years to come. The saddest 
part of the Dolphins' loss is the fact that Frank uh, Frank the Tank had to shave, so he doesn't have his beard anymore. He he went full buzz cut everywhere, and uh, sad. I really wanted to see him grow that shit out to look like ZZ Top, but it I'm, is what it is. I'm glad he shaved it. A good looking shave always looks good on everybody. I got to shave right he, now. He live recorded it too. Oh yeah, yeah. No, do you got to keep the you got to keep the five o'clock shadow? I, Lucky. No, You're lucky. I got a I got a big meeting tomorrow at eleven AM. So tomorrow it's all going. It's all gone. Ready Time to out. Go. Before before we talk more football, what goes on at these meetings? Take us in the, the lens of Elliot. What happens during these work meetings? Uh big oh, meetings. Man. Not not the little meetings, the big meetings. Every meeting's a big meeting, Mike. There you I'm, go. See, that's a trick there. question. I'm glad you glad you got that one. Every meeting's a big meeting. Uh, I mean, it, it's all about just helping people run their businesses. Maybe we can get into more detail. We'll we'll we'll, we'll take a dive into our, our our personal lives and maybe another episode. But I mean, just we're just out here making people's lives easier, easier, making people more money, and you know, just helping people operate more efficiently. That's that's the name of the game. But before we get off of this game, <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway is from the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry started his. Uh, uh, his three week, you know, stretch to get back to play. So they have wow. a game next week. They have a bye the following week. Now that they're the number one seed, and I mean they're coming in here with an offense that is is getting healthy at the right time. AJ Brown personally helped me win a fantasy championship. Not this week, but last week when he just went off for ten catches, buck forty five, I think two TDs. But I mean. The job Mike Vrabel's doing over there is unbelievable. And I'm pretty sure he said he's going to cut off his dick if they win a championship. You think that he blows it at the end of the game? <laughs> Jeff, is, Jeff is just befuddled right now. That's just why would, like, you don't say those kind of things. That's just, it's, it's kind of lame. I, I would never, I would never risk my own dick to win anything. No. Because then what's the purpose of life? There's no purpose of life. I would yeah, agree. Right? If you, if you have to, you know, just end it all at that point. So yeah, it's over. Yeah. There's no point of living. I, I, if you don't have a wiener, just, I mean, just my thoughts. I'm right there with you. He's a football guy though. I mean, he wants to win it. Yeah. You can be a football guy all you want. Don't cut your dick off. Uh, <laughs> the F word, Elliot, you said fantasy. Um, congratulations to myself for losing my fourth straight fantasy championship. Feels good. Feels good. Four in a row. Sad so you're day. the Buffalo Bills yeah, of your Bills. fantasy league? Pretty much. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. I just lost one of my two of my championships. I lost two of them and then I won one. So that was nice, but uh sad day. And especially because I had the money, so I had to cough it up. But um yeah, the other the other league, I'm waiting for them to pay me. So that'd be nice if they could pay me a little bit sooner. So I am the only champion amongst us. It literally just said I won a, a championship league. You did. Elliot only hears my losses. He never he never talks about my wins ever. That's that's how it goes, man. That's that's life. That's as we as we go on this this road together, you will see that. <laughs> You're just a fucking hater. <laughs> the screenshot Elliot sent me to, I think he's in the fantasy league with Trace because that person had 50 points. What, what what's going on over there? Oh no, so this is so this is actually Mike Naughton's league, and we've been busting his balls for years. Because it's a non PPR league. Oh. Receiving touchdowns are worth four. Passing touchdowns are worth four. So it's like running back dominant. And if you score over 100, that's like a great week. So, you so had, yeah. You had a day. Okay. No, I mean, dude, I just had a squad. So I actually had a lot of points on my bench. I had Trey Lance, went off for 20. Uh, 
Amron or Amron, Amra St. Brown, who has also been killing for me. I picked him up right as he got on that hot streak. Who's unbelievable wide receiver too. Guy's just a great route runner. Um, I somebody's stupid in this league and dropped AJ Brown. And I literally picked him up and stashed him when he was on the IR and just telling everybody, I don't know why you did this. Cause now he's going to come back for the playoffs. And he did. I got Zeke Elliott, Aaron Jones, Kyle Pitts, AJ Dillon, which Jeff, you're going to hate this, especially if you're in a PPR league with all these bonuses. I started two running backs on the same team and won a champion. Yeah. So I started Aaron Jones and, uh, and AJ Dillon for like the last three weeks in a row. And then I started, I picked up Chicago defense for this week because I mean, they're playing against the neck. That was probably the worst performance I've ever seen by a quarterback in recent memory. I usually, I have been starting Jones and, and AJ Dillon, but then I picked up Justin Jackson last week. So I didn't start AJ Dillon this week and I played uh, someone else. So yeah, just screwed me over. Uh, took out my boy, Hunter Henry, Hunter Renfro. Uh, he had a nice day. Would have kept yep. him in. I would have won. Maybe. I mean, my game's still going, but. Oh, you didn't start him? I So I started him. I've been starting him all year in two PPR leagues. And then the one week he shit the bed, I needed him to put up numbers. Um, I forgot who they played, but yeah, dude, that's shitty. Especially because Moose has been talking shit. I've been texting back and forth with Moose, and he's just talking so much oh, yeah. shit about your league. Everyone's loving it. Everybody's loving it. Why is everybody loving it, though? That's the thing. I'm the most hated man in the league. I mean, come on. I'm the best GM. It doesn't prove it with the wins, but, you know, I'm just overall the best GM. Did you have fun, though? Did you have fun, you know? Oh, just... no. I'm I'm punching someone in the face in the league as oh, soon geez. as I see him. So, sucks this from is... the can because he's upstairs. Yeah, and, and when Jeff says he's doing this, that's not like a – yeah. Like, hey, I'm gonna punch somebody in the face because I'm joking. I'm around. angry. Yeah, he's no, gonna, yeah, yeah he's gonna go punch face. somebody in the face. <laughs> Speaking of cheering that I'm losing, so every time TJ Watt makes a play, they start cheering and stomping on the ground. So, speaking of punching people in the face, I don't want to like you know toot my own horn though. But uh, did you guys see that little highlight reel I made of uh, 2020? You guys see the the knockout? I did. I thought it was hilarious too because I'll never forget when you showed me that video. You're like, hey, I'm gonna show you this, but don't tell anybody. I was like, I'm like, no, all right, cool. I said, don't show my feet. I, wait, did I say don't tell anybody? I, I don't I know. I, I remember you just like trying to keep it under wraps for a second. And then all of a sudden it's on your Twitter for 2021. Fuck it. I, you know what? That, I said, keep it in 2021. And my fiance has never seen that fight. So she's like, I was like, here, look, she doesn't want to see it. So I was like, at about a minute and 46 seconds, don't look. Cause I'm about to knock a dude out. She's like, all right, I won't look. Check it out. Yeah. You got to check it out. It's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I posted them both, but uh, that being said, uh, let's go to another dog fight. Uh, you, you get it. Um, <laughs> Colts versus Raiders. What a shitty game that was. I, I, this is the one that fucked all my parlays up. Um, dude, Colts suck. And uh, I went to the bar. There was a Colts fan there, and he was just screaming. I, I went to the bar for like an hour, and I had to leave because this guy was so annoying. I was like, this is the worst. Um, yeah, the Raiders, I mean, they have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. They After winning. all the bullshit they went through, they got a chance to make the fucking playoffs. Winning, they're in. I've been loving Derek Carr forever. I'm a huge I, fan of Derek Carr. I, I just think he's a, a, a solid quarterback. And you take a look at that team, I mean – a decent defense, but they're pretty shorthanded. When you put them on paper against every team, like you put them on paper against the Colts, very shorthanded. You know, they got Max Crosby on the outside on defense. 
on offense, their best wide receiver looks like me. He's like 5'10", 170, you know? Right. So they lost Henry Ruggs. Josh Jacobs has been underperforming. They got a decent O-line. I mean, dude, I can't wait to see what happens next week because they're, they're looking legit. I think, um, you know what? This this made me realize when I saw Colts versus Raiders, it made me realize how good Derek Carr would be on the Colts. Like, yeah, <laughs> that that would be a great team. You know what I'm saying? If if they could just swap places, because I feel like Carson Wentz is definitely a Raiders kind of player where he just sucks and the Raiders suck. And then Derek Carr is a guy who literally wants to win, does anything he can to win. Is just I don't even know. He's not even bad. What is it? What is the problem with Derek Carr? It's not like he throws a lot of interceptions. It's just, I don't, I don't know. know. His hair, he talks kind of funny. Got no dog in him. Brady funny. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, say, Jeff? That he's got no dog in him. It's just too soft. It's just bringing no juice. I don't, I don't know. Don't like him. He needs to change the scenery, though. That will help, I think. Just yeah, he definitely there. needs to change scenery. I mean, he's been there. I think that. He overstayed his welcome for sure. He's uh, a Raider for life, guys. He's not going. To, he's not going anywhere. Guaranteed. You know who, uh, I heard Antonio Brown's a Buck for life. Did you guys hear that? Hmm? I said uh, Antonio Brown is a uh, Buck for life. Did life end yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. But um, yeah, the the Colts fucking suck. So I this leads my, to me. This leads me to my next question: Are they frauds? Yes. Colts are frauds, big frauds, and I'm mad I I put in a parlay when we interviewed uh, Cap and Philly Godfather because I put in a parlay for the Colts to win the championship and the the Bulldogs to win the championship. Who told you? Who told you to make the Colts the championship? Who gave you that advice? Was it Philly? Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I think Cap. I think Cap said that Philly told him, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you guys. We gotta have them on soon. It's always a good time with Cap and Philly and his son. So. I'm going to do that soon, but yeah, we'll have them on. Um, can't, so, and also we got to roast them for giving you that pick. I mean, what the fuck is that? Uh, next play, uh, Chiefs versus Bengals. This was the game of the week. This by was far. the game of the week by far. I mean, I, I mean, you could talk about, you could talk about Jamar Chase. You could talk about Joe Burrow. If, if it was the other way around and the Chiefs got the field goal, you could talk about Travis Kelsey. You could talk about um, fucking Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the, the game was great. Everybody was just great this game. I mean, uh, I like the way Patrick Mahomes played. I think that they're they're proving that they're not frauds this year. But I also like the comeback. I mean, and then Jamar Chase is just uh, – he's a video game. He went off. Three touchdowns, 266 yards, and then they asked him at the end of the game, they're like, did you realize you you had more uh, passing yards or you had more receiving yards than Patrick Mahomes did passing yards? And he's like, nah, shut up. That's crazy. And it was just like, yeah, you did. So anybody who bet him to win rookie of the year, congratulations, because I think he ran away with it now. He's at minus 220. Season started, I think it was plus uh, 1,400, something silly, because there was all that talk where he couldn't catch footballs. Whoever came out with that report is an asshole because, or he had, you know, he had Jamar Chase for rookie of the year and was like, no, fuck this. 
He yeah. also went uh, 12 targets yesterday and had 11 catches. So, I mean, he was he was just doing work yesterday. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean. I was going to say that, Jeff, because that's probably the most ridiculous stat of the day. It is like if he, you know, if he was, if he went, you know, 11 for 18 or something like that, 11 for 19, you know, yeah. you know, he's going to put up yards and still a ridiculous amount of yards. But dude, the guy just gets open. He's just always open. It's, uh, it's crazy. And, and to the other side of the ball, the Chiefs didn't look bad. Best the thing is like they weren't playing a bad Chiefs team. They were playing a, a Chiefs team that's been on a winning streak. They've been on the rise. They've been blowing teams out, beating teams out. And the Bengals just came in there and like slapped him in the mouth in the second half. So, um, yeah, this is, and this is going to be interesting to see how teams draft going forward. And I, don't I was just going to say that, bro. I was just yeah. going to say that, but it is true. I mean, when you look at the chemistry that these two had just coming right into it, when, you know, draft experts were saying, we got to protect Joe Burrow. We got to do this, which they do. Because he's still getting sacked. He's still right. getting pressured. Right. And you want this guy to stay healthy. But when you look at the chemistry these guys had immediately. Right. You can't duplicate that. You, I you, mean, it's insane. You're right. It's insane. You look at this is the new trend of drafting, right? You're going to see Tua and Waddle. You see uh, Jamar, Jamar, Chase, and Burrow. You see uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts. I mean, where is it going to stop? This is this is the new wave and it's 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 apparently working, you know. So why not keep doing it? Yeah, especially the way the NFL is going right now with how it's uh, you know a passing league. Yeah, I just uh I can't say nothing but good things about this game. This was probably the best game of the week and then just the fact that I this is probably one of the first games I've seen both teams and I was like, wow, these teams are fucking both really good now if they play each other in the playoffs i think it might be a different story because i don't see jamar chase replay uh having this kind of game again and i don't see the chiefs i mean chiefs playoff chiefs are, are a different animal i've never seen the Bengals playoffs so we'll see how it goes new coach andy Reid in the playoffs though he's a stud yeah i mean he's a stud but what other teams are you taking there i mean chiefs eagles we only got the one in uh, in KC. The only what two teams he's played. He's I literally, I was going to say, <laughs> what, he's got to coach the other 30 for you to be impressed? I mean, the the first, you know, three-fourths of that career, he was in the NFC East over there. So I was not impressed with that. I was not those. I was not having a good time in those years when him and Donovan McNabb were out there, you know, starting off the passing trend of, you know, 40 passes a game and just dominating the Cowboys. But on, on the uh, the Bengals side, Bengals are stacked. I mean, if the Bengals D can, you know, hold teams to, you know, 21, 30 points. I mean, when you look at that offense, it's not unrealistic to think they're going to put up, you know, 30 points a game. Cause even if you take Jamar chase away, they still got T Higgins. They still got Tyler Boyd. If Joe Mixon can run the ball, CJ, uh, it was Omar, whatever his name is. I mean, the guy's been a problem all year. He's been on and off. I mean, they have weapons everywhere. If they could just hold people down on defense, and if Joe Burrow can continue to play like he's a vet right now, the way he's been playing, yeah. I mean, Bengals are going to be a problem. I hope and he so. had a I thousand like yards and eight touchdowns the last two games. So, I mean, he he's playing ridiculous the last two weeks. Joe Burrow did a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah. Well, nine hundred sixty, nine hundred seventy-one, and eight touchdowns. 
Jesus. Got to be many, comeback player of the year. How many passing yards does he have on the on the season? Um, Looks like he's got... Got to be close to 5,000. 4,600. So he has 4,600. Yeah. The Bears, three quarterbacks, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, and... Uh, Oh my Justin. gosh, Justin Fields have 3,300 total. Nice. So Joe Burrow has more than the three Bears quarterbacks combined, and they've all started games. It's fucking pathetic. It's pathetic. Um, but we won't. I see. I keep wanting to go to the Bears, but I, I'm keeping it in order. No, now is now is the order. You're right. But now here, here we are. Yes, Giants here we are. Bears. Giants almost, versus Bears. What almost, a shitty game. Yeah, dude, I almost want to glance right over this one, but they put up 24 points for me on defense for to win me a fantasy championship league. So. Oh, the Bears did? Yep, let's go oh, Bears. Yeah. Good shit. Go Bears, bear down, Chicago Bears, baby. We are 6-10. and 10. Why don't we all go and celebrate? Uh, Club Dub was amazing. Oh, it's pathetic. And I, I, I hope, I know that he's going to get fired. I know that he's going to get fired, but... I just feel like there's a chance if he if he wins this game and he blows them out, you know, they're going to look at him and be like, well, he came back pretty strong. <laughs> I, I I can't do it. I just I hope they get blown out this week because I just don't want any chances of it happening. And Mike Zimmer, I mean, we'll talk about that, but he, he might lose his job, too. So, I mean, they're they're both fucking shit shows. Um, shout out to Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn got. 18 sacks. He's now officially the sack leader, franchise sack leader of the NFL or of the Bears. Um, so that means trade him as fast as you can. Trade him as fast as you can with the highest value right now. Trade him as fast as you can. You can finally you can use him to get a first round draft pick back if you package him with something well enough. I mean, the guy has 18 sacks. He's th- he's going to be 32 in May, and people are talking about oh, this is why we signed him. This is why we signed. No, fucking trade him. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. Do not. And I'm sorry. Like, I know he had a great season, but he's that kind of player that literally only plays when money's on the line. There was a chance. There was a loophole for the Bears where we could have got rid of him and he would we it would have been less money. But he balled out this year. He did it without Khalil Mack. And then that brings me to my next thing is if this guy is doing all of this without Khalil Mack, what the fuck is Khalil Mack worth? Because we'd brought in Robert Quinn because he couldn't because Khalil Mack couldn't do anything without a second guy. So we brought in the second guy. And he actually did more than Khalil Mack could do. So my thing is is trade both of them because the highest sacks that Khalil Mack got were twelve and a half, which is a really good season in two thousand eighteen. But what else did he give us the last two years? The last two years he didn't give a shit, and his excuse was because he was getting double teamed. Well, Robert Quinn got double teamed and he got 18 sacks. He was playing without Hicks and he was playing without fucking Khalil Mack and still did that. Get rid of him. Get rid of them all. The only one that they should keep is Hicks because he's got heart and they're going to get rid of him. So that's my rant on why they should get rid of Robert Quinn ASAP and Khalil Mack. I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you on Khalil. That's too much money. They gave up. I mean, we, we talked about this before. The, the Bears mortgaged their future. Yeah, on, on these on these moves, um, but I'm just pissed that when I see Robert Quinn ball out like this because I watched every Bears game from from Chicago. Um, he was on the Cowboys. Yeah, and we got rid of him. Granted, our D line's playing great, um, but yeah, I mean, he's uh, I, I would do the same thing. 
You guys need draft capital. You need younger players. I mean, a 32-year-old defensive end that's in his, what is this, his 10th year in the league? I mean, I don't know the stats on DNs, but I don't know how long the uh, their careers are outside of some of these ridiculous guys like DeMarcus Ware is going to get in the, the Hall of Fame this year probably. He had a, you know, probably 15-plus year NFL career. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Bears, they play hard, though, dude. That's like the one thing when you watch the Bears. Granted, this was against the Giants. Hey, there's there's just portions of the game where they just play hard, and I don't know that, that Giants are one of the only teams in the league that are far worse than the Bears. So I yeah, think there's nothing you can take from this. I don't think it's they're weird right. to see them playing for a guy that the rest of the city hates. Right? They these guys are are playing for Matt Nagy. There are some players that do not yeah. like him, and you could tell. Um, but there definitely are players that like Nagy. I mean, example is uh, David Montgomery, uh, Darrell, Darrell Mooney. You know, these guys are playing for him and they want to win, but it's just like, give it up because he's not going to be back next year. I hope you guys aren't too salty, but I don't know. I just, it's, yeah, we do play with heart. It's awesome. I love, that's why I like the bears. Uh, no matter what we play with heart, but I'm tired of playing with heart because we can't, we have no playoff chances. I mean, we're six and ten, and we're fucking doing club dub. Stop! It's not fun. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not cool. Like, I hate that shit. Club dub, and we're fucking dancing. And well, we if you make it to the NFL, it's it, you know how hard it is to get wins. So you used to celebrate every time. Cool. Good. Don't do a fucking club dub and then record it and then show everybody. I, I don't care. I, I mean, like, just it's sad now. It's sad at this point, and uh, the Bears. The Bears suck. I mean, and then you got our Pro Bowlers. We can't even get Roquan Smith to make it, but we got Jakeem Grant to make the Pro Bowl, which is another, like, it's just, yeah, Jakeem Grant made the fucking Pro Bowl. And, I made and, that face because Roquan didn't make it. How Roquan, did Roquan didn't Smith, make it. Yeah, Roquan Smith didn't make it, but you're going to let a guy like Jakeem Grant make it. Hmm, fucked up. Why do they give all these kick returners the, the privilege over here in the NFL? This is not what, what I'm not understanding. To kick return the league, man. <laughs> I just don't get it anymore. What the fuck's going on? I mean, everyone wants to throw. When you throw, when you throw Devin Hester into the Hall of Fame, that slaps Charles Tillman in the face. That slaps Lance Briggs in the face. That's what that does. Because those are players that actually were good at their position and actually busted ass in their position. I mean, you guys want to talk about a guy that changed the game? Look at Charles Tillman. He changed the fucking game, and he's not going to the Hall of Fame. But Devin you, Hester is. He will though, but this is that's ridiculous. So that Roquan Smith, I want to know. I, I got to look into this. Who made the Pro Bowl over him? Because third in the league in tackles, fourth. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's a stud. He's the best hidden secret in Chicago right now. Is just 97 Roquan. solo tackles, 157 combined. I mean, 12 set, 12 tackles for loss, four QB hits, three sacks. Dude, how did this guy not make the Pro Bowl? And the only reason why I, I even know this, dude, not only because I watch the games, but I'm in the you know fantasy leagues where they have defensive players, and Rokon Smith is basically like starting a, a running back. I mean, the guy was getting like like 13 points a game. It was ridiculous. I just I mean, the guys I don't who made understand. It Chandler Jones, who went crazy week one. Yeah. Robert Quinn made it. Shaq Barrett, Micah Parsons, and Bobby Wagner. So all right. Yeah, Bobby Wagner had another legendary season. I mean, probably one of the greatest linebackers of all time. Micah Parsons, hopefully, he's going to get defensive player of the year. Jones do though. Yeah, what you just said right there, Jeff, is what he did. He had a good week one, 
and then just rode that out. That's like a Madden. Like when you're playing Madden, you have, you have like a game with the DN and you just go off and you have like eight sacks. It's like, all right, he's going to make the Pro Bowl. He ended the year with nine. He had five week one, right? Or six. So I think it was six. Unbelievable. But the I'm good thing about pissed. the good thing about the NFL though is everybody backs out. So so many people make the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is so watered down in the NFL now, it's crazy. If Mitch Trubisky can make the Pro Bowl his rookie year, anybody can make the Pro Bowl any year. It has no meaning. It has no meaning. It's just like the the Pro Football Hall of Fame now. It has no meaning. Ever since they're gonna let Devin Hester in. Doesn't make I sense. I agree to the me. NBA too. Oh, yeah. oh, NBA. You, anybody can walk through the fucking door for the NBA. I mean, I mean, give me a basketball and give me 25 minutes. I mean, with my beautiful shot and I could probably make it into the Hall of Fame. I agree with you on the NBA. I still stand by the NFL Hall of Fame. I think it's one of the hardest Hall of Fames to get into outside of baseball. But that baseball is just ridiculous. Remind um, me to ask you when we do talk more basketball uh, in the second half of the show to ask you a question about who should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm going to write it down. Elliot, this one's for you. Okay, so i got to ask you for the NBA Hall of Fame. I'll ask you in the second half. But uh, let's continue uh, to the next game. Falcons-Bills. This game. This game. I mean, did anybody really see the Bills blowing out the Falcons? No, I had the Falcons uh, in my teaser. So they would have (laughs) covered. Every game that the Bills are supposed to win, they end up fucking like losing. Uh, somebody I forgot who tweeted it out. It was they were like Bills minus seven and a half first half. And I was like, nope, not doing it, not doing it. And then I thought I was gonna lose it. Fucking second quarter, Falcons keep itching, itching back, and they took the lead. Um, I knew that they were gonna blow the lead in the second half because that's what the Falcons do. They blow second half leads, but. Yeah, it's just this Bills team, they're scary. They beat the teams that they're, like, you know, are really good, and then they lose against the teams that they're supposed to beat. That's my thing with the Bills, and that's why I think they're going to be frauds this year, even though they were my Super Bowl contenders at the beginning of the year. So, I don't know. I did this game. uh, Oh, and also shout-out to uh, Pitts. Pitts got over 1,000 yards. The last tight end to do that as a rookie was – Mr. Mike Ditka, and I believe the 60s. So shout out to Kyle Pitts. Bright future ahead. Nice. Fuck the Bills and Josh Allen. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Piece of shit. The Falcons Why would have set up perfectly for my fantasy championship. I have Josh Allen, fucking supposed to be MVP caliber type of guy, versus the fucking shit Falcons, and he throws three interceptions. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> How does two, that happen? Two rushing touchdowns. I don't give a fuck. You should have had 50 points. That would have been perfect. I was going to say, because you, you oh probably don't God. get any bonuses for rushing yards for quarterbacks, do you? We do, but he won't get there. He got the TDs. Yeah. We get it for passing yards. That's where you make the money at. Yeah. And he just played awful. Also, There's... fuck Cole Beasley. He couldn't do anything for my fantasy team. I'm pissed. So uh, I usually love Cole Beasley, but... Not a good week. He's in the red zone, too, I think, Josh Allen. He threw one right before half. Yep. Yep. Both of the picks that were uh, passed or intercepted, obviously, uh, were intended for Cole Beasley. Were they? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just more insult to injury. Especially because if they started uh, McKenzie, probably would have been open, would have brought those down. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. I like like McKenzie a lot. I had him... uh, Two weeks ago, I had him for a uh, touchdown. Any 10 touchdown score at plus 460. I was like, this guy always catches balls. Got it. 
beautiful lock. I um, love Cole Beasley. I don't know how you don't keep McKenzie out there. <clears throat> After watching yeah. the plays he made, it's basically Cole Beasley. He's a magnet. Yeah. He's a magnet. A magnet. It's crazy. Uh, next game, let's go to uh, Broncos versus Chargers. This game was a mess. I mean, we really didn't want watch, to talk didn't about watch, it. Didn't watch a second of it. Yeah, they're on the third quarterback. I'm I'm not I feel bad for the Broncos at this point. Um my worst case scenario for the Broncos is that Vic Fangio has to plead for his job and uh he brings in Matt Nagy as his offensive coordinator. I mean, that was that was the best year of his career. Matt Nagy calling plays. Oh, in 2018 when nobody had film on the guy? Yeah. Yeah, nobody had film on the guy. Now everybody, he's so fucking predictable. It's not even funny. What makes you think that guy is going to turn around a Broncos team? Who's 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 his quarterback? Who wants to go to Denver right now? Aaron Rodgers did last year. So if Aaron Rodgers goes to fucking Denver and is coached by Matt Nagy and wins a Super Bowl, I'm cutting my pinky toe off. That would be hilarious. I'm, I'm market right here. I'm cutting my pinky toe off that this motherfucker goes to the Broncos and Aaron Rodgers ends up following him and wins the Super Bowl. I'm cutting my pinky toe off. My right one, not my left. I need my left. Yeah, you, you jump off. Actually, no, you're a righty. Or you're a lefty, so you need your right one because you jump off your right foot. No, because then that's too predictable. Then you would know that, and then you would block my shot. So I got to keep you on your toes Damn. while I'm on my nine. I mean, it sounds like you thought this through. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the next game. This is another doozy. Uh, Texans at 49ers. Uh, just another game was just a blowout. Uh, Texans had life first quarter, and then Davis Mills became Davis Mills again. And, uh, you know, they suck. Texans suck. I, I feel bad for them at this point. You guys got Deshaun Watson just sitting on the bench. And uh, you guys got to throw Davis Mills out there. It's pathetic. Disappeared from the news, Deshaun Watson. I well, it's going to disappear for a couple more. Yeah. I mean, so everything that I read in that court case or in that in that civil suit leads to me that he's going to be innocent. And they're just waiting on him to be innocent. Yeah, me too. Because everything that I read in there is all full consensual. I mean, I mean, the guy does some weird shit. Don't get me wrong, but. It's all consensual, so yeah. He and that, that's my favorite part is he didn't deny any of this stuff. He was like, "Yeah, no, it happened." And he's like, "It's just they said, yeah, you know." So he came back week after week after week. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and everybody knows what happens at these rubbing tugs, you know. Like it's it, like we're not stupid. Uh, fucking Robert Kraft got caught over there. Uh, you could just walk into any single one if you're a scumbag and you can do whatever. Or if you're single, not a scumbag. Uh, so I mean. It like get real, you know, and and he'll be back in the league next year. Hopefully, there's no way this guy's going to jail. And to me, it's like the Bill Cosby effect. Once you have, okay, two or three is kind of believable. Once you have like 24, 25, 26 fucking people doing the allegations, it's kind of silly, and it's like toss it out the window. Uh, those are my thoughts. People can have their own thoughts, but I'm just spitting my two cents out there. I'll see him next year. I'm gonna leave it alone, but I did say that about Deshaun. I. T- Literally in the very beginning, as I said, you know, I'm always very sensitive to any you know victims about, of anything. Yeah, but I was interested to see how it played out, and I, I had that same take that I think we're going to see Deshaun out there playing. Because outside of all this stuff, you hear nothing but good things about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he just you know? is a weird guy. I mean, he likes the the rub and tugs. Well, what do we say? 
you know? That, that, that's you calling him weird, Mikey. It's 2021 now. Oh, he, I mean, mean, he's just a guy. He's, he's just, just out a there guy living his life, doing his thing. He's a rub and tug guy. I mean, what else do you call him? He's not he's weird. Not, he's not hurting you know? anybody. You know, I mean, no, I think I he mean, put this. I think his team or whoever put this out there so he can get off the Texans and it just that, blew up and backfired. See, see, and that's why right. it's just gone now. I like Jeff, I said that. I said that right when it happened. I said, I yeah. think this is a Texans thing yeah. that are, they're putting this out there. You know, it happened. It might have happened, but they're putting it out there to try to force his hand into yeah. a certain you know, direction. See, I agree with Ellie. I think that the Texans released this the same way that if you guys seen Ballers, the, the show Ballers, when uh, he was going to he was leaving Ohio and then they, they like the, the state trooper stopped him and was like, hey, uh, you got all these drugs in, on your personal because they didn't want the guy to commit uh, to somewhere else. He wanted to go to Ohio State. I feel like that's the yeah. same exact situation. And we're seeing it play out in real life. And it's just it's sad. I like Deshaun Watson. I think that, uh, I mean, any anywhere he goes, he's going to fucking make the team a playoff team. He had a career year. I mean, players didn't do what he did two years ago. I mean, he was on a losing record. He he balled out. He did things that people haven't done since John Elway. And, uh, I mean, just unfortunately, he didn't have the right pieces around him. So, uh, hopefully next year when everything's acquitted, um, he's on to a nice team. But... But that's being said, we can move on to the next team, uh, a team that I think he might be going to, which is uh, the Saints, uh, Panthers versus Saints. This was another dud. This is just another team or two teams that just are just suffering and uh, they both need to get out of here. I mean, they it, it was miserable. 10 to 18. Kamara had a touchdown. Finally, he looked like he wanted to be there, but it's, it's, it's two miserable teams. And uh, I don't really know if there's much to cover over there. Fuck Michael Thomas. What's wrong with that guy? <laughs> the first time. Everybody calls Antonio Brown a diva. Everybody calls him a scumbag. Everybody calls him a dick for quitting on the team mid 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 game. This guy quit on the team mid seat or in the beginning of the season. Even in the off season, I don't know what his fucking deal was. And the, he was just stroking him the whole time. Yeah, I might come back. I might not. Oh, I might come back. Oh, I got COVID. Oh, I might come back. Oh, you know what? I'm out for the year. Oh, I'm on the field. No, it's not. It, it was just such a shit show. And uh, um, I think Jeff Sex Slave just came out. I don't know what's going on over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just wait. No, we, we were waiting. We were waiting for this uh, this cameo coming up here. Um, but no, upstairs. Dude. Heckling my fucking fantasy team. TJ Watt had 25 points and Jeff got his ass kicked. Oh, damn. But TJ Watt's a Steelers. What's your favorite team, Jeff? The Steelers. All right. Uh, I've never seen so much pain on a man's face in my life. Walked in the door. I was up four. TJ Watt just took it all away from me. Yeah, I'm not happy about that either because I, one of the bets I put in late night, uh, when I put in that Bill Belichick bet was I already have uh, Micah Parsons to win rookie of the year. And I put it in for him to win defensive player of the year. Also, nice. and the minute I saw TJ Watt get his first sack tonight, I was like, uh, I don't know That's if that's going to happen. I think TJ Watt's going to take this down. I love TJ Watt. I don't like his brother, but I love yeah. TJ. That was actually uh dude. I had <laughs> the best take I heard on fucking Michael Thomas was like, at least Antonio Brown. Like gave us a you know he he gave us a show when he left he was like hey I'm out I quit I'm done I'm not yeah. playing anymore Michael Thomas came out here and just didn't you know you don't even hear from the guy where is he I mean he's he's a stud 
wide receiver, but the fact that he just didn't want to, I mean, can you blame the guy? Look at the quarterbacks that they threw out there. Taysom Hill, um, Simeon, and I love Jameis. So I'm not even going to talk shit about Jameis, but that's why dude, you said Deshaun's going to go to the saints, which I mean, I could see, uh, you know, I could see Sean Payton doing that, but with Jameis, dude, they were a team with Jameis. I mean, if, if Jameis actually played, if they had a real quarterback back there, there's no telling what the saints could do. But is Jameis gonna? What, is he on? A, I thought this was a one-year uh, deal. Yeah, right? one-year deal. But I mean, why not bring him back? I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I mean, I hope they do, but I don't think that. I think now it's just uh, he'll, he's going to be a streamer quarterback wherever he goes. Now he'll be a uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of guy. He just needs to be in the league. I just want Jameis in the league. All right, we got two more that we can wrap up, and then we'll get into. Uh, uh, some more stuff. We have um, Lions Seahawks. Seahawks came out and dominated. The Lions came back for a little bit, and then uh, Seahawks came back and dominated again. Rashad Penny went off. So, um, just another meaning this game. Just another meaning this game. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, I was going to say this is another one where didn't watch any of it, but I got all the I got all the uh, the updates because I had St. Brown in there. So I'm just happy that he went off. He balled. He got me the points I needed. Got the got the fantasy championship dub. Yeah, there you go. Uh, meanwhile, Jeff is being attacked. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there. I think he's going into a headlock. Jeff, are you getting your ass beat? I think Jeff's getting his ass beat. That's all right, though. Oh, oh. Okay. I think he ran away. Jeff's alive. All right, we're good. No, I heard um, you, though. Yeah, you heard me? Yeah. I'm glad you're alive and well. I was Jeff. You got to put that on unmute. You physically injured me by saying that. That's so fucked up. I had him. I was you. There. You did have him. You did have him in the headlock. I was like this. Missed it. TJ love Watt. You. Love you guys. See ya, Jeff. What's your record in fights? Have you ever lost one yet? Lost one before. You lost one. But I was like blacked out drunk. I wasn't even alive. Then it doesn't count. I don't think I've ever lost one yet. Even I, re- I remember that. I remember that night though. I wasn't there, but I remember hearing the story, and I was like, "That's a lie. This didn't happen." <laughs> well, if you're <laughs> blacked out, it doesn't count. It never counts. Um, let's move on to the next game that we got: Cowboys versus Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals versus Cow uh, Cowboys. What a game that was, huh? Like I said, man, I got to rewatch this game. Cowboys had it. Honestly, the, the Cowboys had it. What do you mean when? When the, Chase Evans when, fumbled the ball. When did they have it? When Chase Evans fumbled the ball, they were going to get the ball back. And they were out of timeouts? Field. Yeah. So, again, I, I know I mentioned it earlier. Mike McCarthy just completely yeah, completely yeah. mishandled the game, completely mishandled his timeouts. Kellen He's Moore. Gotta go. He's got to yeah. go. I mean, there's questionable stuff going on everywhere in the Cowboys organization. I mean, but it, those are the times. You know, they got to get hot at the right time. Dak played awful in my – not awful, but he missed some throws. So, outside of that, yeah, I mean, Mike McCarthy is just kind of the glaring weakness. And then Kellen Moore. Go ahead. No, go ahead with Kellen Moore. What were you going to say? I was saying, then Kellen Moore, when you watch the Packers play, I mean, they're getting the ball to Devontae Adams. Right. You know? They're getting the ball to their playmakers. You know, when you watch, uh, you know, who are we just talking about? The Bengals plan. They're throwing yeah. the ball to Jamar Chase. A lot of giving the ball to Lamb. 
Dude, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper both had three receptions mm-hmm. after Michael Gallup got injured early in the game. Yeah. What is going on? Well, like, yeah, I know what you, are you doing? They spread the ball around. Cedric Wilson's playing great. Dalton Schultz is playing great. But, I mean, dude, get the ball to your playmakers. Right. Like, these guys are unbelievable. They had some terrible holding calls. The refs missed some holding calls. I know the Cowboys in general. I know Randy Gregory was calling out the refs. Um, Demarcus Lawrence was calling out the refs. So, I mean, the Cowboys are, I feel like they're always playing against the world, but this is just getting ridiculous. Again, like, I feel like the Cowboys had that game. Just a ton of stuff didn't go their way. And then Mike McCarthy mismanaged everything. Yeah. Um, this is what I want to ask you. If Mike McCarthy's gone next year, I don't know if you guys, if there's any rumors that that's true. Why wouldn't you guys just bring in Dan Quinn as the head coach? Cause Dan Quinn is a stud. And then he he does the job of finding an offensive coordinator. I wouldn't want that either. I would want Dan Quinn to stay on the defensive side of the ball. When you just look at the way that he's rallied that defense and took them from where they were last year to where they are now, granted they you know they added a once in a lifetime piece in Micah Parsons, right? I mean, there are certain people that can manage an entire team, you know, because managing a whole yeah. team, I mean, you have to manage the offense, the defense. I know you don't think very much of the special teams, but that's the third. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. (laughs) So you have to manage everything. Um, He just strikes me as a guy that is great at, you know, keeping his house in order and his house is the defensive side of the ball. So I would love him to just stay on the defensive side of the ball. I hope Jerry pays him what he deserves. I've already heard he's turned down uh, head coaching offers. That's the one thing I've already read is he's turned down uh, head coaching interview opportunities because he wants to stay with the Cowboys. Um, when you look at a guy like Mike McCarthy, though, I wouldn't mind if he got out of there. Yeah. You know, like you look at like a Doug Peterson type guy. I know people in Chicago said they didn't want him. I would love to see a Doug Peterson over in, in Dallas. I, think I don't know what Sean, I don't know what Sean Payton's contract looks like over there in New Orleans. How long he's years. Up? Ten more years? Two more years. Two more Two years. more years? Yeah, oh. yeah. I already looked at it. I would love him to be a coach for the Bears because that uh that pace connection. Yeah. But no, I, I like Dan Quinn on the defensive side of the ball. Um I think Kellen Moore, when you watch this play calling, they're already talking about him being one of the next head coaching candidates where I'm I don't see why <laughs> in what world he's done anything to prove that. Um so I think he's you know, I'd love for him to stay on the offensive side of the ball and get better. They just need a, a guy, a different guy running the show that's a little more competent than than Mike McCarthy. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Speaking of Mike McCarthy, though, let's uh, go back to uh, Sunday night's game. Former guy for the Packers, Packers Vikings. Uh, I mean, Packers. We all knew he, they were going to blow that team out. I literally bet every single quarter. I bet fifty bucks on every single quarter for the Packers to win and cover the spread. I ended up fucking cashing out on the on the Packers last night. I mean, I did first half minus seven and a half. I did first quarter minus three and a half. I did second quarter minus one and a half. Third quarter minus one and a half. And then fourth quarter minus three and a half. So thank you to the Packers. I mean, I hate the Packers, but uh, when you make me money, I appreciate it. That team without Kirk Cousins, with Kirk Cousins, they're suspect. Okay, they're a good team, but they're suspect. Without Kirk Cousins and with the fact that fucking Dalvin Cook decided not to show up, I feel like we all saw that he wasn't about to show up because 
I don't know. There's just there's there's certain games that you could tell that Dalvin Cook is just not prepared for. And uh when he doesn't get three days of practice in, you know, it's usually not that good, except a couple of times when he has a sling in his shoulder. Um yeah, this game made me realize how much Zimmer just hates everybody on the fucking team. And I mean he hates he hates uh cousins because of that whole vaccine shit. And I mean, I guess it affected him this week. The week that there was they had to win, he couldn't he couldn't show up because he had uh COVID. But um I think this era of cousins and Zimmer is both dead. They're both dead in uh in Minnesota. I think it's this game is uh is uh answer on why they both need to move on. I mean, you were talking so. about Aaron Rodgers leaving possibly next year for Denver. If he leaves, we just have the worst division in football, I think. We have no good players. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Justin Jefferson is good. But after that, I mean, Dalvin's the man. I like Dalvin, but we would have a bad division, man. Four bad quarter. I mean, who knows who would replace Rodgers, but him and Kirk Cousins gone next year. As much as Kirk Cousins sucks, he's still a solid guy. Um, who knows who you bring in? It could be Goff, Justin Fields, <laughs> Taylor Heineke, and, you know, no, it could be a bad year for the NFC North next year. So is uh, is Aaron the MVP then? He's got to be. Uh, number one seed. You know, it's funny because Brady has put up better numbers this year. He has a, a, he doesn't have a better record, but he's put up better numbers. He's He has the most touchdowns. He has the most passing yards. He has the most completions. And he's not even going to talk for MVP. And he's fucking old as dirt. Yeah. So before I touch on that, I think JMO's comment was hilarious talking about being the worst division in football because yeah, yeah you just absolutely. mentioned that Dalvin and Justin Jefferson were good on the <laughs> the Vikings, which they are. Yeah. But yeah. without Kirk Cousins, what are they? <laughs> what are they? Dalvin nine carries for thirteen yards. Justin Jefferson six receptions or fifteen. I mean, yards. it was just a shit yeah. show. It that would like... be that would be hilarious if that was our division though. Going in or the NFC North going into next year, and with you know what, who's that backup quarterback for the Packers? Jordan um, Love, Jordan, Jordan Love, Justin Fields, Sean Jared Mannion, Goff. Jared Goff. Oh, <laughs> it'd be bad. It could be really ugly. Oh, I mean, but for dude, the Bears' sake, I hope so. But dude, to get to your question, Mikey, about Aaron Rodgers, how is he not MVP? One of the reasons why I I put that future in on Bill Belichick late in the game was because uh, Matt Lafleur was the favorite. How can anybody vote Matt Lafleur as a Coach of the Year candidate? Granted, they have the best record, but this isn't the NBA. Nope. You don't give the MVP to the guy on the best team with the best record. This is the NFL, and when you look at that team, if you take Aaron Rodgers off the field. What are they? You know, they're they're not a playoff team. So, I mean, give Aaron Rodgers MVP. If you're going to give Matt LaFleur coach of the year, you might as well give Aaron Rodgers coach of the year too because he's a coach on the field. He makes that team go. And, I mean, it's just hands down. That's why I'd love to see him go somewhere else and win a championship because that's the type of player he is. He's literally the same thing as Tom Brady, just not as – Not a know, winner. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good call. So, but I mean, but he can, he can elevate a team to win, you know, he can elevate yeah. a team to, to get him into that position. He just, yeah, I guess he just doesn't win at all. <laughs> he's basically, he's Aaron Rodgers is the Jeff Moore of fantasy football. He is. Oh <laughs> he's going to, he's going to get the team there 
he just can't take that he next step. I, I would look at I would look at him more as the Dan Marino. I mean, yeah, Jeff for sure, but like Dan Marino because he's well, Jim Kelly, one, but yeah, Jim Kelly, yeah, yeah, yeah he got right. there four times, didn't win one. That's so fucking sad. Uh yeah, it's terrible. Uh, let's move on to next week, though. We have a bunch of playoff implications, right? I mean, it's uh, it's playoff week, basically. Uh, week 18, you got a bunch of teams that are playing for nothing, and then you got people that have uh, have to get in. So uh, the playoff picture right now, I think the Chiefs need to win. Uh, they're 11 and 5 right now. They need to get a they need to win to get a bye, I believe. I think that's what it is. No, I think the Titans locked up the bye. Oh, okay. So they're are they in regardless? Yeah, no, they're Titans all in. Lock up the bye, yeah. No, no, Chiefs. yeah, you're right. You're right. Chiefs, it's between Chiefs and Titans. Whoever wins that game gets the bye. Okay, okay. So, yeah, they're going to have all their starters, I'm assuming. Uh, and, I mean, Sunday, because the Chiefs play Saturday. So, if the Chiefs lose Saturday, which I don't think they will, then I, I think the Titans will rest their players. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, and then we got Cowboys, Eagles. Uh, Eagles need to win to get into the playoffs, and the Cowboys they don't really need to win, but doesn't matter. Uh, they That's should why. want to win. So, are they going to rest their starters or no? I don't think so. They've just been playing all year. Yeah, they're going right. to get out there and play. They got to get into a rhythm. McCarthy's that kind of guy that like we could hate on him as much as we want, but he's that kind of guy that hates his division opponents, and he will do anything to just fucking smother them. No, he did it when he was in Green Bay. Um, they played against the, the the Bears in Week 17. I'll never forget. And they sat all their starters, and the Bears came out and won. So shout out the Bears. It happened to the Steelers last year. Kill your opponent. They let the Browns in, and the Browns fucking embarrassed them in the playoffs. Well, look they, at the Bears. That's true. The Bears did that in 2010. They let they let the Packers win, and uh, they fucked them in the NFC yeah. Championship. And then they so, won, and then they won the Super Bowl. Maybe it was the other. Maybe I was thinking about that the other way around. Then <laughs> the Bears let the Packers. Yeah, in. I think that's They're, what it was. Yeah, but it is what it is. Um, the next game we have Packers Lions. This game doesn't matter. The Packers are resting all their starters. I would sprinkle some on the Lions in this game, but that's just me. Uh, covering the spread probably is going to be at six and a half. I believe it is right now. Um, Colts at Jaguars. We got uh, Colts need to win this game right to get into the playoffs. Yeah, Colts need to win. So that I mean that's a lock right there. That's, I hope that's- so. That's a game where I might do the opposite of that that teaser. I'm going to take the Colts to win. But yeah, they're going to beat the Jags. They're going to run all over them just like the Pats yeah. did. Um, now then, this makes me a little bit happier about my future bet of the Colts winning the shit. So yeah. we'll see. We got time. Okay. All right. Uh, next game, we got Washington football team at Giants. This is just going to be a shit show. I am going ahead and uh, hammering the Washington football team, though. So go ahead and hammer that. Uh, thoughts? Don't care. Don't hate them, hate them both. NFC East Giants are trash. The one thing I, I'm going to be interested to see. I, I, they have to play Jake Fromm. There's no way they could they could roll the neck out there two weeks in a row. After I that. mean, Mike Glennon is just a fucking mess, and we've all known that. But he's. Just- I mean, and it's it, dude, and I don't even feel bad. Like normally, like I'll feel bad talking shit about a guy, but he made like fifty million dollars. Yeah, the guy made literally. fifty million dollars and didn't do anything. Uh. Shout out Pat Ragazzo. Pat Ragazzo uh, is with me on the Frank the Tank podcast, and he lives on the Mike Lennon basically lives upstairs next to in his apartment. So he always sees him like getting wine and shit at the uh, liquor store and stuff. So, How much money does Mike Ragazzo have? 
Pat Ragazzo. Shout out, Pat. Pat, Pat is Ragazzo. a uh, Sports Illustrated reporter uh, and also a beat reporter for the Mets. So he's got to be making a, a pretty penny. You know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to Pat Ragazzo. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, he's got to be making some cash. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Live by um, Mike Lennon. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Goog- I'm gonna Google him. Yeah, I mean, Google him. He's a good guy. He's got positions like that. I mean, he's got a check mark right on his Twitter handle at Pat Ragazzo. If you guys want to check him out, uh, I mean, he's a real deal. Good guy. Yeah, generally in those those types of positions, you can look your uh, your income up online. So I'm gonna, I gotta Google him when we get off here. That's fucked up. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm going to. <laughs> All right, shout out Pat. Uh, next game of the week, we got um, Bears Vikings. Don't care. Next game, we got uh, Titans Texans. Titans need to oh, – well, let me go back. Bears, Vikings. I think that these two of these coaches are both playing. I think they're both dead men walking. They both know that this is their last game of the year and that they don't really have anything to fight for. So it's just uh, beat your division rival, right? I mean, that's it. So uh, on to the next game, Titans at Texans. The Titans need to win this game, but guess what? The Texans are 4-12. and 12. Out of those four wins, guess who won is against? The Titans. Titans. So never, ever, ever, ever doubt a home division dog. I always say it, unless you're the Packers Bears, never doubt a home division dog. So uh, this is going to be a close game. I like the Titans here. I I hope they win. I hope they go to the playoffs because I love Mike Vrabel, but it is what it is. Uh, We're going to have to watch that game. And trust me, I think it'll be a lot closer than we all think it will be. Yeah, it'll be a dog fight. But to get back to the other one, KJ Osborne over reception yards. Has been money as long as Adam Thielen is not playing. No, KJ Osborne over reception yards. It's hit almost every week. All right, yeah, I'm done. I'll play that. Uh, shout out to Robert Quinn, who's almost made me money. Made me money almost every week. Uh, he's it was plus one forty for a sack last week. Got it. You know, just keep grinding out there. So perfect. Um, next one I want to go to is Steelers Ravens. Sorry to do this to you, Jeff. Uh, Steelers Ravens. I like the Ravens here. I still think they're out of it, though. They're both out of the playoffs, right? I mean, who who makes the Steelers are still in it if they win tonight? Yeah, their their chances are very slim, right? So they'll be eight and seven, and the the Ravens will be eight and eight. If they beat the Ravens, they're in close, right? No, they need the Chargers and the and the Raiders to lose. So Chargers and Raiders both need to lose. Yeah, so it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, it'll be a tough one for them. Uh, Bengals at Browns. I like the Bengals on this game. Uh, Unless they rest their starters. If they rest their starters, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Browns, but I don't see them resting their starters. What a disappointing season for the Browns. They're supposed to be Super Bowl champions. They end up going 7-8 and right now, about to be 7-9 and if they lose to the Steelers, and uh, that looks like it's going to be happening today. Another quarterback I was right on, Elliot. Baker Mayfield is a fucking joke. That guy is garbage. Yeah, he's always been. I don't know where Elliot went. He he uh, dipped for a second, but he's always been garbage. Uh, he had a couple promising weeks. Never a promising year, though. And I cannot believe whoever his agent is has to be the best agent in the NFL. For sure. To get him all those fucking commercials, bro, like is insane. That's a team that I could see looking for a quarterback once again. Uh like a Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson on the Browns would automatically elevate that whole team. It would be so good. Oh, they'd be amazing. I mean, I think that would be a team to turn around right there. They can go 12 and 4 or 12 and 5, 13 and 4 next year. They bring in Deshaun Watson. 
all that talent they had. I mean, he was taking the Texans to, you know, the second round of the playoffs. So. I mean, they're the next year, Kenny they, Stills. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Kenny Stills. shout out Kenny Stills. Um, I just, the, this off season is going to be crazy with the amount of quarterbacks that are going to be switching places. We don't know where Jameis is going. We don't know where Russell's going. We don't know where Deshaun's going. We don't know where Tua's going. We don't know where Ryan Fitzpatrick is going. There, it's it's. I'm excited. We don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going. We don't know where Kirk Cousins is going. There's so many fucking like so many teams that don't have quarterbacks that are going to be spending stupid money on people like Kirk Cousins this year because they're in such dire need for the for a quarterback. We don't know where Andy Dalton's going. Don't forget the big red over there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Hey, while we're talking Nick about Foles. this, though, I was I was out there. I had to go pee real quick. You know, we well, don't have we don't have the editing budget as other, <laughs> you know, as other podcasts might have. So we one take this, guys. Just so True. you know, this yeah. is this is all one take. We never stop, Jeff. So like we're talking about quarterback gurus you jeff might not be able to spot the talent but he could spot the bus yeah a mile away he's been he's been calling the bus let me <laughs> on ask point that. all season so yeah i mean baker wasn't that much of a stretch but he did he, he's been saying it for a while where i tend to have a little bit more faith in these guys i feel like the quarterback position especially after baker's second half of the season he came up he, he, he went off a little bit so i don't know i, I would love to see deshaun there too Sorry to pick this up late, guys, but that would be ridiculous to see him in the AFC North with right. Lamar, uh, well, no longer Big Ben. Uh, Imagine him on the fucking Steelers, too. I mean, just the, the possibilities are endless on where yeah. this guy could go and just turn around teams. You know what I'm saying? There's so many teams that are on the fringe of winning, and a quarterback like that could just put him over the top. I mean, the Steelers, oh, my God, that's a match made of heaven. Mike Tomlin, oh, my God. I Ajay? Najee Harris, I, it's just yeah. you need you need for a guy like that you need to have good discipline. Obviously, we've seen it on the on the field. He's a good discipline team, uh, guy, but on the on the off the field stuff, obviously probably, not the best. Probably not a lot of rub and tugs in Pittsburgh, though. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. There's a rub and tug in Pittsburgh. I mean, I mean, I heard. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, there's a rub and tug in Pittsburgh. <laughs> let's go to the next game we got next game it's uh 49ers at rams this game i don't think it matters either uh wait does it matter to the 49ers may have to win and be in let me see here okay so i feel like this is a game the 49ers can win and probably will but yeah niners nine and seven so it's between new orleans and the niners for the last spot in the nfc so niners win they're in don't matter yeah, if the Cowboys beat the Eagles, so yep, yeah, you're right. Damn. All right. Well, I think the 49ers have a chance at winning this game. Uh but what do I know? No, and uh, the Rams, the Rams have nothing to win from this. Right? They're in the playoffs regardless. So they'll yeah. probably yeah, sit their guys. Yeah, because the Packers own all the tiebreakers. Yeah, so they'll probably sit their team. Um Next game we have here is going to be Panthers at Bucks. I think that the Panthers are going to, I don't know. I think the Bucks might rest their starters as well here. I know Antonio Brown's resting. Um, so might have the Bucks. Uh, I don't know. It'll be a tight one, especially with the Panthers just being as bad as they are. Next game we got Steelers, or not Steelers, I'm sorry, Seahawks at Cardinals. Just another game that doesn't really matter. Wait, did the Cardinals need to win? No, right? No, they're in. They clinched yeah, it. Yeah. Doesn't they're matter. Good now. Yeah. Patriots uh, doesn't matter. 
Uh, Dolphins doesn't matter. So I think the Dolphins are probably going to win this game. Patriots always struggle in Miami. And the fact that they're not going to have their starter playing is uh, just another reason why. Saints at Falcons, just another game that's garbage. Oh, my gosh, all these garbage games, bro. Um, It's late in the season, man. Yeah. And then uh, Jets at Bills. Bills, I don't think they need to win, but they'll win if they need to. Now they'll rest their starters. Chargers at Raiders. Raiders need to win this game. And um, so do the Chargers. uh, And the Chargers need to win. So that's going to be a fucking fight. And that's uh, Sunday night, too. So that'll be a fun game. And then we got Monday night's game is going to be Cowboys at Eagles. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with Cowboys. So... I need a touchdown from Big Ben. I bet Big Ben over two touchdowns. Last game in Heinz Field. Throws one touchdown in the first quarter. Hasn't done shit since. Why would he? Why would he? 46 attempts. 24 for 46. But that's another thing, too. These, dude, people are high on Deontay Johnson. People are high on Chase Claypool, which I agree. I mean, when you see him make plays, they look like studs. Not a lot of separation. Uh-huh. You know, when you watch them play. So I don't think Big Ben can throw it anywhere. So they got to kind of stay close to the line of scrimmage. That's very true. Also. The routes you can run at the line of scrimmage aren't, there's not much you can do. <laughs> so, yeah. They, they and when they go to, deep, they run double moves out with Big Ben out there. Well, I was going to say, I mean, he can still throw it deep, but it seems like when he throws it deep these days, there's like no, no care. He's just like, yeah, it's oh, just he's going deep. Fuck it. Really? Yeah. Fuck it. He'll be there somewhere. Um, all right. So that covers pretty much everything for the NFL. I think we can move it on to brighter things in Chicago, uh, to the NBA. Big fan of the NBA right now. I mean, the Bulls, the Bulls are back. The Bulls, the Bulls are fucking back. I, I mean, this is the happiest I've been as a Bulls fan in quite some time. Uh, I'm not ashamed to show off my back tattoo anymore. And, uh, it's just exciting to be a Bulls fan. Right now, I mean, DeMar DeRozan with those back-to-back buzzer beaters, baby. I mean, it's just so exciting. It's so refreshing to have a good team in Chicago again, and I'm just so glad it's the Chicago Bulls because that's my favorite team of all time. Shout out the Bulls. They're back. They're back. Where's the back tattoo? You never see my back tattoo? No, is it, I'm imagining like a lower back, like Chicago tramp. Bulls tattoo. Like yeah, the tramp stamp. stamp. Yeah. Hold on. i show you right now. It, oh, I thought it really was for a second. So did I. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was like, oh, there. Oh, you got a Benny the Bull. Oh no, no, you got the the. Must- it looked like Benny the Bull for a second. I didn't realize you had the. Uh, got the mask on there. I didn't. It was pre-COVID too. Everyone was like, oh, you know, your tattoo does need a mask too. And I was like, yeah, you fucking idiot. I know that. <laughs> Dude, morons. But first yeah, of I mean, all, before we get into it, Mikey, how the fuck did you sneak down to Cortez? <laughs> I need to hear this story. I was that- hammered, bro. Were you with your girl too? No, I was with my homie. Oh. Uh, shout out Brandon. We went out to uh, went out to the Bulls game. Uh, I mean, I everybody knows I got season tickets. I I got three hundred level, but I finagle my way always down. I always say I'll never buy like hundred level seats because I always sneak my way down. Um, you know, I just uh, try to finesse my way as best as I could and uh, just 
photoshopped some tickets and uh, went straight down to the hundred level. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to test my luck. And by the way, before this, I, I stuck down to the hundred level. I was sitting in some douchebag seats and uh, he was like, get out of my seats. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll get out. I'm sorry. He spilled my beer. He like kicked my beer and he's like, you spilled your beer. And I was like, all right, bro. And I was like, whatever. I'm not going to start a fucking problem. I left. My buddy left his hat and I was like, fuck, I got to go get the hat back. All of a sudden, I go and get the hat. The security guard's like, yeah, it's in the lost and found. He's being such an asshole. So uh, fucking security guard's like, it's in the lost and found. I go to the lost and found. It's not there. So I go back. I'm like, dude, where the fuck's my hat? He goes, well, I fucking threw it away. I said, no, why the fuck did you tell me that you, you took it to the lost and found? He goes, that's not my job. And I was like, what is your job? So I got in the fucking face of the security guard. I was ready to box the guy, dude. And I had I had all my homies like in 100 level, 100 level. Um, shout out Sammy. Shout out uh, Brandon. The other Brandon, they were all ready to fucking throw down. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. It's not worth it. The guy who's, who I was sitting in his seat came down and was like, you know, I'm here with my son and, and you're over here with a beer. I said, look around you. This is the fucking Bulls game. If you don't want your kid to see anybody drinking beer, watch it at your house. I mean, people are going to be drinking beer. So he, he was all fucking salty. And then I was... This story does not does not wait, sound wait. like you ended up there the rest of the game. I know that's why I can't wait to hear this turns around. So I ended up all cocky and I was like, "Fuck you, fuck this." I was like, "If you really wanted to enjoy the seat, you could have sat courtside. You could have asked me nicely. I wanted to see it here, but now I'm gonna go back to my seat center courtside." He looked at me. He's like, "Yeah, right." I fucking ran to the bathroom. I photoshopped him the courtside. Went to went down there. Went to the, the fucking security guard down there, and I was like, "Hey, these are my seats." He looks at me. He's like, "All right." Went down there. I couldn't believe I was down there fucking sat down some guy tasked me on the shoulder he goes where's your mask and i was like uh i don't have one the security guard comes and grabs me a mask and says all right enjoy the game i was no way in there bro i was i was like what the fuck is going on what is happening i was recording the whole thing i was laughing my ass off i was hammered out of my mind and i was i was like dude what the fuck? Me and my boy Brandon, we were cheering, we were screaming at the refs, we were calling the refs a bum, we were calling uh, Tory Craig. I was like, what kind of fucking name is Tory? He looks at me, he's like, oh, oh, shit. So we were just going back and forth, and everybody knows, like, I always record me talking shit to the players, so, I mean, just to be that fucking close, I was ready to fucking, I was scared, but <laughs> whatever. It was, it was so fun, it was such a good game, I can't wait to do it again. Um, and- you can't wait to Photoshop a ticket again and get down hey, there? Hey, 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 we can't even... Dude, that's ridiculous, though, that that worked. That's literally, like, on my bucket list of things to do. I mean, dude, that's my bucket list, too. Beat on the court at a Bulls game. At any game. I've never done it. I wanted to do it to the Chicago Sky game, or the the Chicago uh, Windy City Bulls. I was about to do it the other day. Yeah, it would be fun. It would be fun. But it it was, was, I mean, it was probably top ten moments of my life, I got to say, as just being a Bulls fan that I am. And... Just being on the court, being right next to the guys, and just it, it was crazy. You could hear him talk. You can hear him talk shit. Man, it was so fucking fun. Yeah, definitely a bucket list experience. I'm glad I got to experience it. It was it was amazing, man. Just amazing. Just amazing. I'm so. trying the Photoshop next time I go there. Well, well you ask me. I'll help you out. My ass is going to get kicked out. But see, the problem is there's a lot of people like I I couldn't do it with like another homie. Like I got a bunch of homies that will be like, all right, yeah, let's go. And then when it's time to actually sneak down, they're like, no, I don't want to risk it. I'm like, all right, then then fucking stand over there. But my boy, Brandon, he's cool. Like he's always down for whatever. And 
you know, he's, he's, you got, you, you need balls to like to do stuff like that. And if you got balls, go ahead and do it. You know, I so. I do the cell phone thing where I'll, I'll go by the 100 and I'll just flash a ticket and I'll put my cell phone up. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'll sneak down. Um, but I've or never I'll even hold two things in your hand or something like that. That's always what I would do. I have a hot dog and a nachos and cheese. I'm like, how you want me to fucking show you my ticket? And then yeah, I say, yeah. you've seen me. Yeah, I've never had the balls to go courtside though, because my ass, Jeff too. You probably agree with me. Your ass will get kicked out too. Me and you both would try to sneak down there. Well, Boom. next no time, chance, next sir. time I go, next time we go, we all got to go together and we'll try it. And if we don't, guess what? What are they going to do? They're going to kick, kick us out of the game? No, they're just going to send us back to our seats. That's what I don't understand. People are always like, "They'll kick you out. They'll kick you out." I'm like, "How are they going to kick me out? I'll run away." You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. <laughs> I'll run away. Just <laughs> running around the stadium. Yeah, that's so much. But they're yeah, gonna catch I mean, you eventually. I, I really, I wish, I wish. I mean, I know both of the games were away, but I really wish I was there for a court side because I probably would have ran on the court and fucking lost it. And I did go on the court. The guy got all mad. He's like, he's like, you gotta get off the court. And I was like, oh, oh no, it's cool. He, I was like, I'm, I'm doing this for the podcast. Cool. He goes, oh, you got a podcast? This is security guard. He goes. Oh, check out my son. I was like, okay, who's your fucking son? So I'm sitting on there. He's like telling me about his son, how I should follow him on Instagram and check it out and blah, 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 this and that. So shout out to the Mikey Bet Show for keeping us not kicked out of the Bulls game. That was uh, that was great. Great time. We got to go soon. We haven't been to a Bulls game yet. And I, I hope you guys know that I get really rowdy at the Bulls games. So uh, we'll have a very fun time if we go. I'm down. I'm down. Just, uh, if I start throwing popcorn at the opponents, don't don't just act like you don't know me. Because I've done it twice, twice. There's and they're always Philly fans. Philly fans are the worst. They always talk the most shit, and you're gonna get a bag of popcorn at your head. I'm going on February first. One of my customer or one of my vendors has a box, so I'll be nice. there February first in the box. But it's 300 level, so it's all the Whatever. way up there. Where uh, who are they playing February first? The Suns. The Magic. Oh yeesh. Nice. Still nice. I know. Still fun. I know. We usually get the bad games. We said so last time we went was when because uh, I didn't get to go last year because of some stuff. And then the year before I went to when when Chris Paul was on OKC. But it was okay. like it was literally Chris Paul and I think it was, you know, I think Shea was there. But yeah, no, dude, I'm down because I haven't been to a Bulls game in a while. At least a yeah. year. Because last year they were terrible. I mean, the Bulls are back. My sister went heard. to the Pacers last week in Indiana on Sunday. Did she really? Was it two days ago? Yeah. She saw the game winner. Oh, oh in Indiana. Yeah, that game was fucking crazy, bro. Uh, Nikki D'Angelo has been trying to get something together to go out there because Tony D's out there just running footlocker in the entire state of Indiana. So nice. he was trying to get out there to go see a game. Yeah, I mean, the Bulls are back. I would love to go see an out-of-state game, too. Even the Bulls versus uh, Bucks. I like Milwaukee Stadium. It's always a fun time. And uh snuck down that that arena too. So yeah, we'll talk about this offline, but if you guys are if you want to, Bulls play the Bucks coming up here soon. We're already talking about it. This might if we're all down, this might turn into a a field trip. Because PJ and Danielle were talking about going. Mike, you don't know any of these people. But okay, I'll I'll learn to know them. Yeah, and then my our buddy Joey's uh, he he's down there slanging cars. Um, so it's <laughs> slinging cars. I was, I was like, "What's Joey slinging these days?" A- anybody that's a car salesman is slinging cars. That's usually no, how it goes. He, he's renting them. He, he's 
Joey runs a conglomerate down there. But yeah, I mean, we could talk about that too because definitely need to get to a Bulls game. These guys are unbelievable. I want to wait till Lonzo's off the uh, COVID nineteen list, though. I want to see Lonzo play. Yeah, me too. I mean, so I don't know if you guys. I've never told you guys. I'm like a huge Lonzo fan. I've, I've been since he was a rookie. I, I went to Milwaukee when he played for the Lakers to go see him. And that's where he got his first triple double. So when he came to the bulls, I like, I fucking lost it. So I can't wait to see him. Every time I see him play, it's just like, damn, this guy. He's so fucking good. He's such a good facilitator. And um, I mean, he's no Kobe white, but he, he is pretty good. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Kobe white, but I mean, what's, he's what's going on with you and Kobe. I mean, 20 points a game, the last four starts. What's what's going on over here. I know. I, I'm just not a Kobe guy. I'm a Duke guy. I know we haven't talked college basketball uh, yet. I don't think since we've, we've all been doing this together, but I'm a Duke guy. He's a North Carolina guy. Um, he's also just an undersized guard. And dude, if you're a guard, you have Kobe to be white is undersized. He's like six, five, six, six, dude. He's an NBA six, five, six, six. Oh my God. That means he's like six, two. All right. And doesn't play defense. If he's not knocking down jumpers, he, he's a liability. Granted, tonight he went for 17, 2 and 2. So he's hitting his shots. <laughs> Lonzo, Lonzo went for 3, 7, and 7. So I mean, he's picking up the slack there. Um, but I mean that that's honestly the role that I thought Kobe would play. I mean, you come off the bench and you just got the green light. You just yeah. start firing up shots. So with Lonzo back in the lineup, Caruso back in the lineup, they don't need him out there playing defense. Um, that's the role that I saw him being successful in. But dude. I'm a defensive player. So if I see a guy out there that's a liability on defense, that's like jumps off the page to me. I've, I've like, never seen you play defense once in your life. Yeah. yeah I mean, you caught me late in life, Mike. I'm old, <laughs> I'm old now. <laughs> I'm old okay. now. All right. I'll give it to you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but all right. This is my thing is with Kobe. I feel like he definitely feels IO's like pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like he definitely feels like this guy is like chasing him. He's on his coattail and every, I know he's not, he's not like a guy that doesn't look at social media. He definitely is looking out there and you know, he sees that he's involved in every single trade rumor for the bulls and it probably gets at him. He's like, I like this team. And I saw one today. It was uh, Harrison Barnes for Kobe white and Troy Brown jr. I like it. I think, I think that's a great trade. I think it's amazing. Do you want to fuck up the chemistry, though? I mean, I I personally wouldn't care as a fan, as a fan. But if you're in the locker room, how would you feel if Kobe White, the guy that you've seen has been attributing a lot this past, like, month, how would you feel if he was traded right away with Troy Brown Jr.? I personally would love to see that trade. I would love to see uh Harrison Barnes on the on the Bulls uh, get, that gives them the, that that fourth guy that they need covers Patrick Williams stays away from the Jeremy Grant trade but do you want to fuck up the chemistry I think they're just showcasing uh Kobe right now to get rid of him so I I think so I, I think that's the case what they're doing so I mean, I would, got AO AO's they're the same height but AO's 20 pounds heavier he's he's a younger guy he fits better I think with the team cuz we already have enough scoring so, I mean, Kobe White doesn't fit in. Got to get in where you fit in. So, just get rid of him now. No point in holding on to him. Yeah, I, I think that I think that this, the smart move would to be to trade him now He at his highest peak value right now. Um, 
Do you see him shooting better? Do you see him getting any better than 20 points a game right now? I don't think so, especially when you have all of these people that you have. You have Damar, you have Vooch, you have fucking Levine, you have Lonzo. What are the odds that Kobe White is going to be the stud getting over 25 points, 20 points a game here? I don't see it at all. So, yeah, definitely trade him. But will the Kings bite? They already got uh, De'Aaron Fox. They got Buddy Heald. I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's a good trade. I think it would be great. Um, I tweeted that the other day about uh, Kobe and Ao, and then Kobe immediately started going off. So Jeff, I hope you're right with saying that they're trying to showcase him just to to move him. Because I literally tweeted it saying that why do you keep Kobe White when you have Ao? And I know we're all pronouncing his name wrong. That's all right. Uh, yeah, that, I'll say that forever. When, when we have Ao, when he's literally younger, bigger faster, stronger, a better defender. Granted, the shot's not there yet, but he's bringing so much more to the table and you already have shooters. Um, I would love to see that trade go down to get Harrison Barnes on the Bulls. Although I lost a ton of money when the Warriors were in the playoffs or when they were in the finals and I put money on Harrison Barnes over like nine and a half points or something. And literally, I think he took like 15 shots, maybe 16, 17 shots, ended up with like four points in the game. I was devastated. And the Warriors ended up losing. I think it was the series when, uh, I think it was when Draymond was out. So it was, you know, Draymond got, you know, he's out of the game because of the two techs. So it was like, oh, he's definitely going to get some shots up. And the guy, the guy could not hit the broad side of a barn. Mm Mm-hmm. So, dude, I, I hope that's the case with uh, with Kobe White. We'll see. I'm actually looking at a picture right now. He's standing next to Lonzo. And how tall is Lonzo? Pretty tall. That doesn't answer my question, but fair, fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, 6'6". Six, six uh, yeah, dude, I feel like... Yeah, it says it says that AO and Kobe are the same height. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Neither now, did I. If you had to redraft this draft, he's not there when the, the Bulls are going to take him. No way. Yeah, I would agree. He's a top ten surprised. pick. I was surprised he was there in the first place, though, because people were very high on him coming out of uh coming out of college. And then the Bulls snagged him. What was he? He was a second rounder, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, because the Bulls didn't have a first round draft pick. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what it, I mean, it's great. You can use those first round draft picks, especially, I mean, we don't have one next year. Lord knows we're going to need some depth if all this COVID shit keeps going on. Um, we can talk about that next. I mean, the depth of the COVID, the COVID shit really fucked the Bulls over. I mean, but they, they, they fought through it. They fought through it. They are on an eight game win streak right now because they fought through it. Right. I mean, they don't play until Friday right now so they're gonna get back they're gonna get healthy they're gonna get all their players back they just got lonzo back yes uh two days ago so it's it is what it is i just got a text from an insider real quick i hate to switch subjects really quick i just got a text from uh one of my guys and said joe burrow will be the mvp next year we should put money on it now oh i mean just just an inside tip for everybody here Who's who's the tip coming from? I can't tell you. Inside sources. Inside sources. I mean, I can't tell you something like that with the numbers he's putting up right now. 
it's worthy of a bet. He's probably going to come out as like the fourth or fifth favorite. So you're going to get some pretty good odds on it. Right. Yeah. I, I Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But those were just a inside tip for everybody there. Uh, just had to give it out. Where can you buy that? Out. Where can you buy that pick? I mean, you know where you can buy. You can go to phillygodfather.com slash real Mikey bets and uh, or slash handicappers and you'll find real Mikey bets. And uh, you guys can go find those picks. Um, uh, yeah. Check it out. Uh, I got monthly. I got three months and I got six months. I even got the full year if you guys want to check it out. So you can go check those out. Also got my free plays at real Mikey bets. Where can they find you guys? At L Noriega 28 on Twitter. Jeff, I L C L P stock. What is it? What is it? L C L P stock. Buy it. L C L C what? L C L P. Thank you. All right, I'll buy it later. Um, I got. We got to go into our shit shows in the week, and then uh, new. Segment. Hold on, I want I want Jeff's Twitter real quick because Jeff needs to oh, get Jeff, back I'm on sorry. Twitter. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff gave up on Twitter a while back. A while back, it was like 2012, and Elliot's been tweeting me ever since. I don't respond. So uh, let's see. What is Fucked my Twitter? Up. Mo Billups, J Mo Billups. Let me check real quick. John C. Billups. John C. Could be Mr. Big Shot. Oh, it's just at J Mo Billups. At J Mo Billups. So go ahead and follow him. I'll give the shout outs later as well. We do have shit shows of the week, but we also do have another segment called the Mikey Betts Mailbag, which I just, you know, I tweeted out. I was like, yo, fuck it. I'm recording live. Uh, send me your questions. So we do have a couple questions before we leave. Uh, first one, if you had a pick to watch one sport for the rest of your life, what would it be? Basketball, Chicago Bulls, always. Everybody knows I'm a huge Bears fan, but the Bulls are my number one team always. Uh, how about you guys? That's tough. Playoff basketball. Playoff basketball is the best. But football overall, because I like regular season too, it's tough. Mm-hmm. I have to go football, but... Playoff basketball, something I never would like to miss. Right. Tough question. Well, that's a real tough question, dude, because I love basketball. Like, I can't, I feel like I can't live without basketball. But yeah, that's playing basketball. But that's playing basketball. Um, it'd probably be football, honestly, because I, there's nothing I love more than Saturday, Sunday footballs, just setting up the TVs, Saturday, just having, Every single college game on, I can imagine. Sunday, same thing. I mean, Jeff knows it too. I mean, I can't tell you how many times it's been like, dude, you got to come over and just play some catch, man. Yeah, yeah. just, just got to throw the ball around. So throw the pigs again. I'd have to Absolutely. say, I'd have to say football. Yeah. Um. Next question: What's more interesting, golf or darts? I'm going with golf every day of the week. It's a good question. I do like darts, but I do like playing golf better. I'm going darts for sure. Okay. Dude, that is a very tough question because, dude, right. I I love golf. Like, I, I love golf. I play nonstop. I was playing the other day when it was, like, 38 degrees out, and we had the heaters on, and me and my boys were playing a scramble, came down to the 18th. I hit a 20-foot putt for par to win the scramble. But, dude, darts is just, dude, you – you I mean, you've been to T-Woods, Mikey. Yep. You're out there. You got a few beers in you. You're playing darts. It's a fun time. Uh, Oh, dude, uh, what's the game? You're playing cricket? You're, you're coming down to it? I mean, you got to close out the numbers. You got to close out the bullseyes? Dude. We play I'm darts not... family, all family events, so. Yeah, that's what I mean. And because darts, too. Mikey, I know you've been saying it. We got to get the girls out and all that. And all of us go hang out. Yeah. J-Mo knows it. Dude, me and Kosh, 
we'll whoop anybody in darts. No, we'll whoop anybody. I, I have to go darts. I'm going darts too. All right. So it's two darts, one golf. I mean, I, it's a toss up, but I, I, I'm just better at golf. So I'd rather golf. Why do NFL players need someone else to squirt water in their mouths for them? Um, because wh- why would you ask me? I feel like, uh, why would they need that? I don't know. Probably because they want to. And I think because the helmet, because if you guys ever seen, they, uh, it won't, I don't know. Like they've, they sprayed it on themselves. They'll get it in their nose. They'll get it in their eyes. I don't know. What do you guys think? Because they're rich. It's for visuals. They don't need it. They probably don't even like it. <laughs> they don't even like the water. Yeah. <laughs> they just make them drink it these days. So yeah, true. I wouldn't even dude. I wouldn't even say that they don't like it, but Jeff, exactly what he said is what it is because they're rich. You just get into the patterns of things. If you have yeah. things available to you, you do them. So they've just had all these people coming up water, water. Yeah. yeah. All right. Boom. Water. Take Let's my go. towel. Let me throw it on the ground. You'll pick it up. Why exactly. Not? I'm going to, you're a basketball player. I'm just going to take off my pants, throw it on the floor. You know, yeah. imagine just doing Catch that. At, imagine doing that to your wife, Mikey. Now that you're engaged, you're about to be married. Just Beat my ass. taking off your taking off your laundry and just throwing it at your wife. <laughs> I'll be. I would be like Fred Flintstone knocking on the door, fucking screaming outside. No, you guys no. would be like Fred Flintstone, fucking pedaling away with your feet, <laughs> <laughs> running away. Yeah, for real. Um, all right, next question: Who do you think comes out of the AFC? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how do you um, not pick the Chiefs? Yeah, well, I would go ahead. I I hate to say it, but the Bills. I like the Bills. That would have been my pick before yesterday. I'm going with the Chiefs. I hate the Bills now. Uh, we should answer TSS Fantasy. He said, "How exactly do my balls taste?" Um, I don't know. We're not in Florida, so go fuck yourself, Jason. I I'm don't gonna say salty. It probably tastes like gator. No, fried gator. Gonna, it probably tastes real bad. I mean, I just imagine myself walking around in hundred degree weather. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just nice. That's my kind of weather. Hundred degree weather. Jeff, you're dude. I can't imagine how much you would sweat if you lived in Florida. I was gonna say, Jeff, you sweat like nice. in thirty degree weather. What are you gonna do in a hundred degree weather? And then imagine how your balls would taste. After walking around oh. in that weather for a good, you know, eight to ten hours. Was this a question or did Elliot just start talking about how this guy's balls taste? I, I you know what? No, I'm looking question, at I'm looking at question. Mikey's Twitter. I'm looking at oh. Mikey's Twitter. And, <laughs> and also legit. let's shout out Jason Cooper at TSS Fantasy that uh he helped me win uh one of my leagues this year. So shout out him. Uh you guys go ahead and follow him. He's really good at what he does. Except that Evan Ingram fucking told me to play Evan Ingram and uh he had like two points when I should have put in Hunter Henry where he had two touchdowns. So, uh, whatever, whatever. Still friends. Yeah. I, I owe a wing to, I said Carson Wentz would outscore Kyler Murray. And had Kyler yes. Murray not rushed for like 79 rushing yards, I would have won that. Um, but, yeah, we, we got to bring him on again. Maybe we'll do some playoff fantasy because yeah, I, I feel like right. anytime we owe a wing from now on, we have to do it on air. So we have to keep talking as yeah. as, you, as we're doing it. Um, Andrew Cook. Uh, oh yeah, that would be miserable, but we definitely have to do that. Andrew Cook, who's going to be on the show soon. He is, uh, the creator of Stooley Spaces. He said, many people are asking, could o- OK State beat Bama if they played them in the playoffs? Uh, no. 
No. Who's asking? So. Not at all. I don't think so at all. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, I can't wait to have you on in a couple of weeks because I need to ask you who the hell is asking <laughs> because I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go with Alabama all day because I'm just a Nick Saban guy. Um, so, yeah. Fucking no. I, that no makes shot. me mad, too, because I had two bets going this weekend. One uh, for college for, for that Saturday. I had to bet it was over 258, 258 points for every single game played on Saturday which hit, thank God for that OSU game, just those guys going bananas, and also the Notre Dame-OSU game, which I also had Notre Dame money line straight up and just blew my mind. The fact that fucking OSU came back to beat Notre Dame, absolutely furious, but no chance OSU would be able to run with Alabama. I mean, yeah. this Alabama-Georgia game is going to be, in my opinion, probably one of the, the best college football championship games of all time, Ever. or at least as long as the playoff series has been alive. Um, so, yeah, we definitely got to get dude on just to talk about who, who's asking that question. Yeah, Andrew Cook. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully, or in a couple weeks. Um, next question, who is the MVP for the Bulls, Levine or DeRozan? DeRozan. I mean, I love Levine, but DeRozan for sure. He was supposed to be the worst signing of the year. Uh, he ended up just balling out, so it's not even close. He's he's probably the most clutch player on the Bulls that we've seen since Derrick Rose. So. You can't disagree with that. Um. This one's for Jeff, I think. How is Baker so bad yet on so many commercials? Also, who wins Coach of the Year, in your opinion? Fuck Baker. Let's start with that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just don't think he's ever had it. He's an undersized guy, man. You see he had four balls knocked down in the first quarter today? Yeah. So he's just a tiny guy who can't play quarterback. He's got the, the pizzazz. He's got the, the personality. So that's where he caught on, but kind of like Johnny Manziel, that ain't going to win you no football games. Right, right. You you could be as cocky and have the person a personality and be as charming as you want, but at the end yeah. of the day, you're going to be called off for being a fraud if you can't produce. Exactly. So, uh, and then also for Coach of the Year, in my opinion, personally, I think that it should be. Uh, yeah, I got to go with Bill Belichick. To be honest, I mean. Rookie quarterback, guy's a stud, and I do want to see Elliot hit that fucking bet because he was up late night, late at night for some reason, and uh, hopefully that you know puts his mind at rest. Bill Belichick, rookie, uh, coach of the year, so that's what I'm going to go with. Um, it's a twelve hundred ticket right there, boys. Let's hope that yeah. Let's rock. I'm buying, I'm buying drinks if that happens, except I for Mikey because so. he shouldn't be drinking right now, bro. Vodka shots. Thank you. All right. Next Vodka question. <laughs> I take Tito's. Um, when is Gotham City Vig coming on? Whatever he wants. I mean, uh, he's a fan of the show. I love Batman. Um, he come on whenever he wants. Come on whenever you want. Um, next week, two weeks. Always a fun time. Love him on follow the action. So whenever he wants. Uh, I wish I had my kid's Spider-Man mask right here. Usually it's down here somewhere. Uh, that's Marvel. We're talking DC right now. So, yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah, exactly. Marvel's better. <laughs> Marvel's better. 30 times. I, I literally skipped all the bowl games to watch like six six movies of, of the Avengers. Like all the Avengers movies. I watched uh, fucking Captain America Civil War, Civil War uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, 
the last whatever doesn't matter but i went on a binge so um yeah gotham city big come on whenever you want brother uh last question i don't even want to answer this one um why did you leave the bar room uh just as we had some disagreements uh yeah we just had some disagreements that's it i mean well uh, yeah we had some disagreements and uh i thought i was right he thought he was right and uh that's all right though that's all right we're allowed to have disagreements we're grown men so um yeah that was who was thought. right who was right in your opinion mikey in my opinion i was right i mean like dude i'm giving you fucking shows a week and, and you're gonna complain about it that's kind of goofy so whatever all right yeah, I mean the guy. I'm on I, mean, I, I showed you guys the text chain between me and that guy, and he was like, "Well, you were supposed to release shows every week, and you didn't." I was like, "Yes, I did." And when I didn't, I told you. And then he said, "You know, I never told him when I was putting out a show. I did." And he's like, "I'm not an order taker." Then don't ask. Then let give me power to fucking put my show on my own on my own time. Then so yeah, disagreements, just disagreements. I would say so. Uh, shout out to uh, the Barroom Network, good guys for the most part. Um, but but yeah. we're out. We're out. <laughs> we're out. Yeah, yeah. We we don't fuck with that anymore. So uh, we either will be joining a new network or we'll be creating our own or we'll just fucking be flying solo. But I mean, they didn't really do anything for us anyway. So who cares? Um, that being said, what's your guys' shit shows of the week? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Fuck it. What's your what's your shit show of the week, guys? Um I did I didn't do anything New Year's, right? So I just chilled. My sister was gonna have a party. I was gonna do that. She canceled it. So my plan was to really just do nothing over the weekend. So I was cool with that. And then I ended up stopping in T-Woods. This guy got me back from Mikey. I was going to go meet SOD. SOD disappeared. So he ghosted me like Mikey did me. I mean, like I did Mikey. Wait, yeah, I was going to say, right? (laughs) Yeah, Mikey's over there like, (laughs) me? And so whatever, I'm there myself. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a drink. Cool, whatever. And then one of the girls who works there, you know, she's like, I got this one spot for a party bus. You want in for the, the first, you know, January 1st, daytime? So I ended you up going, did the um, crawl? I went to the bar crawl, the T-Woods bar crawl, yeah. Yikes, how did that go? It was uh, a little just shit show. Luckily, that's why you were sleeping all weekend, guys. what the fuck? What you say? I said, that's why you were sleeping all weekend, what the fuck? Yeah, I went to that bar crawl, I was fucking, I was dead. <laughs> so, Dude, Jeff, how was that bar crawl, though? Because that's a good time. I did that when I was young, dude. And that's, Richie was there, too. Yeah, Richie was there, Ebbs, PJ, Danielle. Yeah, that's the crew I was hanging with. And then it was like Harry and Frank and all their, you know, their crew. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and yeah, I mean, it was context to Jeff's bar crawl. He went on. They literally organized this bar crawl to go to the grimiest bars you could ever imagine in this area. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Literally, that's literally the bar crawl is like they pick the grimiest bars you can imagine and they just go there and just get after it. All I know what I'm doing next year. Day. We Dude, went to it, Woods new bar, Jimmy's. We had a soft opening. Oh, really? I didn't know that. We went there. Um, nice. I'm all, I was also the youngest person on the bar crawl, Mikey. So it was not me and PJ were probably the wildest. And PJ is pretty old. Well, whatever. I'm I'm down for next year. I'm, a, I'm an old guy at heart, um, as you guys could tell. So I'm down to go next year. That should be fun. Oh, yeah. Just a lot of Jaeger bombs, a lot of shots, a lot of beers. I'm a big shitty guy bar. As long as the bars are like, 
you know, low end, I'm there. I, I won't go to a bar that's uh, anything that's over $15 a meal. It's not for me. Nice. Yeah, this is your crawl then, dude. <laughs> Thanks. What's your shit show of the week? Uh, dude, I had a bunch this week. Uh, I'll say my, my shit show of the week would probably be going sledding with the kid. Just getting out there. Dude, when I'm just playing anything, I'm I'm getting after it. So needless to say, I'm on top of the hill. We got a snowboard. I'm going. So going down the hill several times, wiping out. I mean, to the point where I can't breathe. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm knocking the wind out of myself. My son, I mentioned it earlier, Trace, I'm going down. We were racing. He saw I was about to beat him. So he literally jumps off of his inner tube, takes out my legs. Love it. I legit just like almost uh what do they call it lawn chair myself where I come back and I just fucking head over heels, hit my back, got it all on tape. I'm just getting old, man. I we keep talking about it. It's I have constant reminders. That's just not feeling good right now. I mean that that's my shit show. That is a shit show. But you know what? I thought your shit show was gonna be that Ricky Rubio is out for the season. I mean, that would be, but he's only gonna come back stronger. <laughs> Dude, that's so stupid. I'd have to double up with my New Year's resolution starting on the 4th or 5th of not drinking for a month. So I had the bar crawl on the 1st. I have people upstairs, so they're annoying me already. So I'm going to have a beer or two. You're going to you're gonna have to. I mean, yeah, I actually, Jeff, I'll, I'll stick with you on that one. Um, and then, Jeff, we'll, we'll, we'll do this because I even told P-Val I'm going to quit drinking for a month to get his ass stopped drinking for a month. So we could all do that shit together. Um, but yeah, I needed to drink this week. I can't, can't, couldn't take this week off. <laughs> take this week off. <laughs> no, I, will, I will not be uh, quit drinking for the month. I will only drink vodka for the month. That's my thing. My New Year's resolution is only drinking vodka. I think that's pretty fair. <laughs> um, my shit show of the week. What was my shit show of the week? Um Oh, I had to build a fucking shelf for my fiance. So that was a shit show of the week. I really didn't want to do it, but I did it. So here we are. Um, it wasn't that bad. I had a pretty good week, so I can't even complain. This is how young you are, Mikey. You had to build a shelf. Dude, and that's it. And then tomorrow I got to build a build a vanity, a vanity desk. I didn't even know what a vanity desk was until like a week ago. I built this oh, basement. Man. Short notice. Don't let Jeff build anything for you. Jeff, oh, come on, <laughs> Jeff straight. He dude, he builds everything and he's got all these pieces left over and he just tells me, I'm like, dude, what are all these pieces for? He's like, I didn't need them. What do you mean you didn't need them? Why'd they come? Why, why are they come with the package if you didn't need them? That's how much it is sturdy. You could test it all. Come, come shake, come shake, test everything if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can sit on this desk, made it myself, about 35 extra pieces. That's terrifying, Jeff. What the fuck? You know what? Though I had the same situation with my headboard. I like I built it and then like I had like 30, like I mean no, not really, maybe 10, 15 extra pieces. And I was like, uh and my fiance was like, Is it done? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, it's done. I mean it's sturdy, but I know it's not real character. That's all. Yeah. I just push it to the wall so it doesn't shake. We're good. Some loud thunder is going to happen by Jeff's house, and everything is just going to fall over. <laughs> everything, everything is going to be on the ground. <laughs> Literally. 
literally. But with that being said, guys, uh, this was a, another episode of the Mikey Betts Show. And you guys can find us uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, everywhere. We are everywhere. So uh, appreciate you guys. We will be back next week, either having Andrew Cook or uh, Gary Sheffield Jr. on the show. Um, or Rob Park. It's one of the three. I forget what the schedule is, but I'll check later. Um, either way, next week we will, will be having a guest, and I can't wait. So it'll be a good time. Um, with that being said, see you guys next week. Peace.